What's going on, Brookie Nation? When I say today that we are back, I mean we are back. It's been a, it's been a minute. It's been a few, not a few. It's, it's been one week off, but it feels like forever. Hello, Hi. I am the Mackie Mouse. I'm Isla. Yes, you are. We're and here. We are Story Rook Circus, your Once Upon a Time uh, podcast. I hope you guys uh, didn't miss us too much. I just want to. Zoom my camera out so you can see how cool this sun is. And also, hello, YouTube, that we are taking. Oh, my gosh. Hey, YouTube. What's going on? Look how pretty that is. This is like I got a whole... Yeah, you got we got some stuff going on. Bart's using my bag rack as a coat rack, which is not what that was for. (laughs) It looks like somebody is coming to murder me. It is indeed Uh, just a jacket. It is indeed. Oh, you thought like a ghoul or something was like coming up. I was like, oh, the killer is escaping. Okay. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Well, welcome, everyone. Welcome back from our very, very small hiatus. Um, We appreciate you returning uh, to our little Once Upon a Time uh, rewatch of the entire ABC show. We are currently in season two, and we just celebrated a momentous event in our show's history. Not our show, but the show's history. Uh, The 10th anniversary of the pilot episode. Happy birthday, Emma Swan. Happy birthday, Emma Swan. Uh, Also... Happy birthday to the team. Happy pilot show to the team. Um, it, it sparked some interesting conversations that Very we much can't so. wait to talk about sometime in the future. Sometime in the future, definitely. But uh, for now... Very exciting things, things to come from our uh, our tenth anniversary, and day. we'll but leave it at that. We did share uh, a few of the cast members um, posted on Instagram. They're kind of behind the scenes and party footage and stuff on set and their costumes and whatever. Uh, so if you caught us on uh, the SBC pod on Instagram, we uh, we tried to repost a couple of those and and bid our little tributes to uh, our favorite characters on uh, on Instagram. So. Catch some of that out there. Uh, if you're not following us on Instagram, then maybe now's a, a good time. Um, but we have some exciting things. Since we've been uh, gone, since we've been gone, uh, we I have been working insane amount of hours, which led to literally not being able to do a couple shows <laughs> because uh, I was working on uh, Christmas at Disney World. I was getting to work on the castle, um, the fireworks projections, uh, or the projections that go along with the fireworks show. So very exciting, uh, that, um, you know, Christmas is every, it is every year, right? Every single year around August, September, we start working on Christmas stuff. And I mean, it's at this point, it's November. It's like almost November at the time. Christmas is next week, guys. Uh, What do you mean? I have all my stuff sitting out right now in my office. (laughs) <laughs> seriously uh, anybody who knows about the the disney area D- christmas is just like right on the heels of halloween so um oh wow you're not kidding i was <laughs> not, not kidding uh yeah so you know um i working a lot of crazy 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 hours um but- and i was doing the opposite uh, yeah. So at the very tail end of, of that, or kind of petering down towards the end of that, uh, Isla was able to come and take a visit down to Walt Disney World herself. Tell us about your trip. Okay, so huge. wait. I also participated in said trip. I was there too, but I have to backtrack and I have to be honest. I have not just been not working. I've actually been working and working harder than I normally do. So I know that I have an incredible comedy capability 
And I also can read books really fast. And um, sometimes I can make TikToks that go viral. But what I'm not good at is testing (laughs) in any sort of capacity. I'm really bad at taking tests, studying. I don't know. I could tell you um, a movie quote from, you know, 1988, but I could not tell you something that I needed to learn 30 minutes ago. So anyway, I had this licensing test for work and I failed. Oh, let's be let's share our highs and lows. I failed really bad. But I came back swinging because I passed last week right before I left for Walt Disney World. Yes. So that was really awesome. And then Let's give you some claps for that. So I could I felt confident going into the weekend. And it was an incredible weekend. This was my first time traveling by myself. Um, away from Barton Harper, which was emotional, but I did it, and I'm really proud of myself for doing it because I ended up having a blast. We got to stay in a Polynesian bungalow. If you are familiar with Walt Disney World, you know that you just don't think that people stay in those because they're astronomically <laughs> priced, but we were hashtag gifted, so shout out for that. Um, and yeah. it was like a once-in-a-lifetime experience. We literally... I went into Magic Kingdom for, I think, maybe an hour and a half where I got some lunch with everyone. And then we went in for Casey's and then left yeah, in Starbucks. I got a hot dog <laughs> and a coffee. Awesome. Don't ask about the combo. But oh, it was great. Then we left and we hung out in the bungalow because I can go to Magic Kingdom anytime. I have an annual pass, but I cannot walk into that gated community of Polynesian resort bungalows every day. So. I'm already like I'm already sad and I'm coming down literally next weekend but it just yeah you are excited about that it was it was everything that I needed it to be I feel recharged I feel refreshed I feel inspired and I'm just I'm so excited those are all words that you want to hear your friends say about themselves, right? You feel recharged, you feel excited, you feel, you know, uh, mm. loved and and appreciated. And it was just such a cool, I, I spent uh, all of Sunday and part of Monday uh, with, with these friends. Uh, and it was just, it was so just Sunday, it rained like all day. So we went into Magic Kingdom and then had food and then went back to the bungalow and just, it just rained for hours. And we just sat in this beautiful, like kind of cabiny, Polynesian, completely out of body experience, places completely amazing. And then just were like existed. And we just, we were just being friends in a room, which like, it's so crazy that in 2021, that's not totally a, like a thing. Like, I mean, it is a thing, but it's not as common as like social media and going out. Like we're, especially in this town, like right near all these theme parks, we're like out. If you're not out doing something. Right. And we had all these plans. We were going to do all these cool pictures. We were going to do all these cool videos and, um, spoiler, there's nothing. It's like, yeah. Blair Witch Project, like just bits and pieces here and there of like little things, but nothing substantial. Like we just literally enjoyed each other's company. But like co- the core memories made at this trip are probably some of my favorite, certainly in the time that I've known you. And even beyond that, maybe since I've been down here, like I and it's finally like just worked out in a way where I was able to have you know, Taryn with me. Cause a lot of times it's like Taryn can go and I can, or I can go and Taryn can, or she's out of town or we're, we're somebody's working or, you know, that was in the middle of like overnights and working days and all these things. And we had just a little small window where we could just spend this time together and it worked, just happened to work out the way it needed to. Uh, man, was that overdue? Don't you think? Yeah. And Marissa I mean, explained it, it perfectly. Our friend Marissa, who is down with us, she was like, we did not take any pictures. We didn't do any videos. Like I just said, but she was like, but she explained it like, it's okay. 
it's like the episode where Jim and Pam get married and they just do this. Like they yeah, walk around yeah, taking yeah. pictures with their with their minds and their fake camera. Their and fingers. I was like, yeah. I was like, that's exactly what we did. Like when we were sitting yeah. there, because we watched the fireworks from the deck flex. Um <laughs> in the private pool flex. Flex also with a private uh audio tie-in to the park, so it was perfectly yes. in sync audio. Flex. Um and you know, I was like, Oh, I was like, I'm gonna I really, you know, want to watch this. I want to like take videos of it. This would be a cool reel, cool TikTok, blah, blah, blah. Everything that you do when you go to Florida, I'm just typical. Nope. I decided I just would really rather. I didn't want to watch the fireworks without Barton Harper. You can judge me all you want. You can think it's lame all you want. But FaceTime them up as soon as I heard that music start and being able to like put Harper to bed via the phone while watching Enchantment for the first time was like so great because she just got to sit there and enjoy it. And you could see her eyes light up and she was so excited at different parts because of the songs that would come on. It was just really nice. And Bart got to be there and see it. So shout out to technology. Love that because it really felt like every single person that I needed to be there was there in that moment. Yes, I uh, I agree wholeheartedly. I had a very similar experience, too. I wasn't really taping a lot. Taryn did a really bomb reel of the bungalow when she first walked in yep. because she's Shout just her that. brain Thank is just completely wired to do that. But, uh, you know, we, we, we kicked it, man. We, we, had a, we had a really good time, and it was really well needed. And that is one of the reasons why we couldn't get the show out last week because it was just we were traveling, and I was working, and there just wasn't enough time in the week to get it done. But you know what? We missed you guys, and we're really, really happy to be back. Uh, we've been excited about this for a while to, like, you know how when you – I mean, the same thing for travel, right? You leave home, and then, like, you go. You have a really good time, but, like, you're just – you're happy to be in your space with your people, you yep. know, like, especially if you're leaving family and you come back and just that first hug with your family or your kids or something. That's how we feel. We're giving you your first hug uh, back from vacation. And, and we are uh, very appreciative of getting to come home to you, so to speak. So thank you for sticking with us. Thanks for not abandoning ship after you found out that we <laughs> skipped two weeks this month. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of uh, that's that's what you missed on Glee. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we are here. Um, so before we go on, we'd like to invite everyone to a, uh, staff meeting. <laughs> oh boy. Isla hears a ghost. That's what I'm assuming this is. So pre-staff meeting, we have to make sure that Isla doesn't see a ghost. Isla's leaving to go get the ghost. I think she's an actual ghost buster. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> well, let's find out what this was. I thought somebody needed help, but uh, I was wrong. So I'm back. Okay, right on. We thought someone uh, needed help, and they didn't. Crisis averted. Uh, the staff meeting I was just going to invite everyone to was to make sure that you could hear everything properly uh, on your side, and nothing was echoing. No, it sounds great. Sounds great. Everybody's staff meeting completed. Thank you for coming. We appreciate your participation. Very good. Uh, <laughs> So, um, I guess we should remember how to how to do this podcast because we've been gone. Yeah, for a while, let's so. let's dive in. So, <laughs> um, uh, our first yeah. segment is dedicated I'm to in. you, not you, Mackie, you, the Brookies, <laughs> listening to this episode or watching this episode. Hello, ooh, hello, video. Um, basically, we want you to participate in our show, whether it's sending us a carrier pigeon or delivering us edible arrangements or leaving us a five-star <laughs> review um how can you get into the storybook daily mirror our show notes say uh, isla these, how to get into the storybook daily mirror? daily mirror but we're gonna this switch one? it up today 
That is the Star Trek Daily Mirror Newsboys, everyone. Uh, carry on. How do you get in? That's a good question. How do you get in, Isla? I will tell you, Isla. Like I just said, five-star reviews on Apple. Spoiler, we got some, which is incredible. Thank you so much to everybody that was listening and participated. Um, if you go onto <laughs> Apple podcast there's an option to like say something nice about the people that are recording these so go do that we also have an email the sbcpod at gmail.com our instagram is the same name the sbcpod send us a dm you can chat with us have a little convo be friends yeah all those things we have a phone number and with that phone number you can leave us a voicemail or you can send us a text message 207 536 8512. Please reference your claim number when calling, and I'd be happy to assist you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you, Isla. That's so you can use any of those methods to participate in the Storybook Daily Mirror section of the show, our absolute favorite segment of the show. When we finally get to hear, instead of our own stupid lips blabbering about the show, we get to hear from you and all the things that you feel and think about how wrong we are or about your own opinions about each episode so with that i guess we'll do our apple reviews first we got not even just one we got three of them to read i mean granted it's been it's been a little minute since we've since we've done it but thank you thank you thank you for um participating in this as i was said so let's get into it let's do the first one okay I, okay, I, I have it pulled up. I just know. Okay, great. Here we go. Anyway, um, oh, but just the audio of the dead silence in there is yikes. that I'm absolutely leaving in is hilarious. Okay, sorry. This is written by Cheyenne Karen. Guys, I love this podcast. We love you. This podcast is amazing. I just started listening and I am currently binging. I can't get enough. I loved watching Once Upon a Time when it was live. So this is bringing back so many emotions and nostalgia from when I originally watched. Smiley face. Keep up the great work. I will continue to spread the word. Congrats. Cheyenne, thank, thank you, you so much. Ooh, I didn't mean the bell, but yeah, extra emphasis. Also, on happy 10 go. years to you. She watched it when it was live. That's so cool. Happy 10 years. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Cheyenne. That's, uh, those are uh, high praise words. So we're really glad that we can, um, we can uh, bring back these emotions and nostalgia. That's kind of, you know, why we do it, right? right? Wanna, like, we want to go back, want to transport ourselves to that feeling when everything was new and it was exciting and you didn't know what was going to happen. Right. You know, a lot of that stuff. So that's awesome. We have another one from, uh, let's see, KJ Vonta. Uh, it's titled, This is My Emotional Support Podcast. Also, high That's like praise. the greatest title for a review. Right? Like a huge compliment, too. Uh, it says, this podcast is everything I never knew I needed. Used to watch uh, Once Upon a Time when it came out when I was little. Now I'm in college rewatching it with two hilarious fellow fans. Are the are the two fans that you're watching it with hilarious? We would love to meet them. Bring them bring them to the Storybook Daily Mirror next time. Tell them to call in or text. That would be great. D- d- uh, are yeah? you serious right now? Is that a joke? Why? 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 Who is this? Do we know who this is? Bro, she said, now I'm in college rewatching it with two hilarious fellow fans. They do a oh, great job. It's eyes. Oh, I'm a complete idiot. <laughs> I was like, oh, are you watching with other people? <laughs> Great. Uh, so this is my letter of re- resignation for the story of your day. <laughs> I'm listening and I'm like, I'm not getting where this is going. I don't understand this joke. <laughs> so I quit. I was doing the show by herself from now on. 
uh, because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, take a dirt nap. Well, that was fun. It's, why, it's um, the way I you hope, were like, oh, you should get the Nawange. Who are they? Who are there was that? Did you think that was like the world's worst dad joke? I know. I was like, <laughs> like somebody cleaned up nice. Who? Who, do, who are you talking about? You know, like, great. Uh, I'm glad I caught that embarrassing moment on the air. And I'm not going to pretend like it wasn't 100% genuine. I genuinely thought you were listening along with other people because I'm that tired. Okay. They do a great job. Six out of five Mr. Gold's Gold Stars. I bet it is now one out of five Mr. Gold Gold Stars for my idiocy. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> Jay Monta. When you said that, I was like, oh, no, am I stupid? Do I already know who the two people are? Because we know who you this do. is. Like, that's how stupid you. I am. <laughs> I was like, oh, do wait, is this like a person we know? Oh, KJ. Okay. Whoever you are out there, we're so, so, so sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't have any. Oh, no. It's about as good as I can do. I should just have a fart sound for when I just make just complete fool of myself. Well, there you are. I'm I'm real. Okay, so uh, we're gonna we're, we're gonna move on to the next one. Uh, we got another review from Disney Sarah Twenty Three, <laughs> titled <laughs> "Love This." I stumbled upon this podcast after I started rewatching the show. It is great. I love how it feels like you are watching the show with friends. Oh my god, I wonder what friends she's watching it with. Stay Stop gold it. and stay <laughs> rumble. <laughs> She said, like you are watching. Never mind. You stay gold and stay rumpled too. Thank Disney you, Sarah, Disney Sarah. And also, KJ, we didn't give you the claps, so you get claps too. Also, everybody that is saying, I feel like I'm watching this with friends, that is exactly what we wanted, all jokes aside from that absolute yeah, mess yeah. that was the last three minutes. But we really do. That's what we are going for. It's like when you're just like, you see a billboard of a bunch of people hanging out. That's us. Is the way to put it. Like, when you're driving like in your friends? car and you see someone. <laughs> like the show friends? Uh, no, I would never reference that garbage show. <laughs> that is a hill I'm ready to die on. Hot take. Yeah. I don't I like care. It. I'm okay with it. It's fine. I don't. That's not a hill I care we about really need to. We really need to get out of the reviews right now. <laughs> okay. Thank you, everyone, for your Apple podcast reviews. Uh, please go on and give us five stars so other people can find the show. And then if you leave a review, we will read it on the air and I will destroy it just like I did just now. It was great. Yay. But yeah, no, I do love when people say that it's like watching with friends because that if we were hoping that we could get that vibe and we never get like full confirmation that we are delivering that vibe until someone says that in a review and we're like, oh, thank God. Like, that was totally, Thanks, we didn't that's want what it we to were going for. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, what's next? Oh, we uh, have a voicemail and a text from someone. So we decided we should do that together. Yeah, let's do that. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it the voicemail or the text? It was the farmer. Um, speakers, music. I think this is all rigged up correctly. So let's play it and hope for the best and go. Hey, my name is Cheyenne. I am from West Virginia and I just wanted to say that I am super excited about this podcast. One of my mom friends actually just got me hooked and I've been for the last Puns. few days. I'm only on episode six, but it is uphill from here. Um, I just wanted to say that my favorite character is Rumble Silkin and Mr. Gold. I love him and I love you guys and keep up the great work. I am excited to hear your new upcoming episodes. 
Thank you Thanks, so much. Is this a new person? Yeah. Is this a this is this is a new? new Cheyenne just joined the Discord. So. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. Thank you so wow. So, voicemail and a text and a Discord join. Thank you for just like covering all the bases. Appreciate yeah. you so much. And from West Virginia, we got another addition to our map. I don't think we have another West Virginian, so that might be a might be a first there. Correct me if I'm wrong, Miranda. Um, lovely. Uh, only on episode six. Okay, October twelfth was on episode six. So we'll see how much uh, Cheyenne binged up until I know <laughs> the, the time of this episode. That's kind of kind of exciting. Let's see what the text message says. Uh, Cheyenne from West Virginia again. I I called in and left a voicemail last week. However, I wanted to reach back out and say how great the show is continuing to be. I'm still catching up on episode fourteen currently. All right, quite a bit. Of, that's that's some good good binge pace right there. I know, right? Um, but I love that I can listen to this podcast and feel like I'm literally right there with you guys, laughing, agreeing, and joking along. Most of my friends, including my husband, hate watching TV shows with me because I totally stop in the middle to have a whole tangent or rant about the show, or I just talk throughout the show. So I totally fit in and feel so comfortable with this podcast. You guys are awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that we all have bad personality traits together. Like, I love that we're all the people the, that people hate to watch movies and TV shows right? because we talk too much. <laughs> like, we are each other's people right like like we're all that's why we're all here actually literally yeah no i love it um thank you cheyenne for all of your contributions to the starbuck daily mirror really appreciate it um who is next Ooh, looks like friend of the show long time listener will smith not will smith will smith called into the show everyone he wants us to stop using his voice he actually sent us a cease and desist and said stop it uh we have a voicemail from uh jordan so let's listen to that hi friends it's jordan um i had to just pause to call in real quick in response to caroline's voicemail from the previous week, the week that I'm listening to, I think it's The Outsider, um, and I feel like I never, I never pause mid-show, and then I always forget what it is that I want to talk about, but I have the response to her question of, would Emma have stayed on How I Met Your Mother longer, and the answer is no. She was already written off How I Met Your Mother before Adam and mm. Edward asked her to be in Once Upon a Time and how people have these like little like favorite interview moments. This is one of my favorite interview moments and it's with um, Adam Horowitz and Edward Kitsis and they said, you know, we had seen uh, Jennifer in things before and we saw her in How I Met Your Mother and we literally called her agent and we said, hey, so I hear you're not the mother. Would you like to be on this new show that we're doing? And I just think that that is like the cutest way to say it. Like, hey, we know you're not going to be on that show for long. Why don't you come to our show? And I'm so glad she did. I know we talk about how Emma sucks, but that's not Jennifer Morrison's fault. Jennifer Morrison is awesome. It's just Emma's character that sucks. Um, as, as do most, you know, main characters and things. Except for Ted Mosby. He does not suck at all. He's the best. If you haven't watched How I Met Your Mother, this is me plugging it for like the 18th time. Watch it. 
Um, so Caroline, thanks for giving me a reason to like call in right away. And uh, if you guys respond to her voicemail after I go back and finish listening to the show, uh, I'm sorry that I have repeated things that people already know. Love you so much. Bye. Love you too, Jordan. Thank you for your voicemail. I love that people are now calling in to talk to somebody that's not us. Like, she's like, hi, yeah. I'm calling in to respond to Caroline, actually. Uh, yeah, can you yeah. patch me like... through? Because I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do like that, too. And I, I this story is fantastic. Yeah, I I've lo- never I seen How that. I Met Your Mother. I don't have any feelings towards it. I've heard it's incredible. And I love I Neil seen... Patrick Harris, but I still haven't yeah, I've watched seen any. I have not watched a single episode, not a single second. I don't know how uh, I've, I've dodged seen, like... the, like, afternoon sitcom Right, like show of the light of that's a, a lifetime. Really big one I know it's up there with like Friends and stuff. Like it's big. Yeah. The Office, like it's How the I Met Your Mother. Yeah, and I've yeah. just never seen it. Yeah, I never, it never really. I, I mean, I understand the allure. I just never stopped down to like fully watch. It was the same thing with the uh, what's the one with the Jim Parsons. Um, my God, mm, no, tunnel. The the Geek Show. Wow. Freaks and Geeks? railed for this. Not Freaks and Geeks. That's really old. (laughs) Uh, James Franco was in it. Bart. No, the Um, one with... Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. This is the second embarrassing moment I've had. No, not everybody hates Chris. No, no. What? You're pulling out random... Malcolm in the middle. (laughs) What are you doing? That's not... No. No, no, no. Big Bang Theory? Yes, thank you. (laughs) Big Bang Theory. (laughs) Everybody hates Chris. Nobody watched that show also. I did. (laughs) I did too. We were the only ones. I was just trying to pull shows from, you know, your generation. I was really... Oh, thank you. I'm not that old. (laughs) You're like, um, happy days? I'm like, shut up. Did you watch MASH? Uh... Oh, no, you're oh my god uh well yes i know it's it's one of those things that just like it's in pop culture and everybody you know everybody's on it and guest stars and like that's like the big thing but i just didn't didn't watch them i don't fair. know why i don't think it's there i don't think they're bad we watch shows. a lot just, of tv so like can't watch it we all do. and i don't know sitcoms are not they're not the my thing. thing anymore they were my thing I growing like up like you know like that we've t- i know you're rewatching it but like the nanny stuff like that I'm just I now no longer can just like put on a show mindlessly I need to like I'm into like real drama shit now yeah I don't know that's the season of life that I'm in you know you you go through cycles right yeah you get like up and down except new girl I'm rewatching new girl right now but to me that's not like a sitcom to me that's like no well it's not though it's not a live studio audience or anything I mean it is a situational comedy but not not like those like 60 frame live show like set shows like New Girl is taped like a like a movie it's making me feel happy I'm getting attached to the characters again I like it I literally picked back up at a random episode in season six, and that's one of those shows that like I can pick up anywhere, and it just still. Brings that isn't back any to, like, episode show. Place. You can watch any yeah, episode. That's my friends. That's my friends, honestly. Yeah. Like the way that people are big on friends, like New Girl is my version. I respect of that, that for sure. Yeah. I are you like starting from the beginning? Beginning? Oh yeah, I'm in season two now. Okay, so maybe I'll go back and do because I'm just like watching random season six stuff, but I want to go back like all the way and do it. I, I'm pretty sure the reason I'm on season six is because this was the end of like a random rewatch I started like like a year ago or something and stop and kept stopping and starting yeah and just ended at season six so i'll just start again because you're doing it oh my god another book club 
new girl. Yeah, I'll just, maybe I'll just I'll just pick up where wherever you are right now. And Whatever random shit I'm watching this week. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, all right, so looks like thanks, Jordan. I have... love whenever she calls in. She has a nice soothing. Voice. I know. Always say <laughs> she does. I love the excellent north northeastern aggression. The like Emma sucks. Maybe that's why I like it. <laughs> I love it so much. It's very black and white, and I love. It. I really appreciate every second of it. Um, Okay, we have one more text message before we can <clears throat> get out of this door, but Uh This is from Megan. So this text message reads, Hey, this is Megan again. I got so excited when you read my last text message. Update, I have caught up. And it sucks not to have a new episode to listen to every day. I am from Las Vegas. Shout out, Las Vegas is dope. Uh, so you can add that to your map. Do we have other Vegas listeners? This might be our first Vegas, I think. I'm trying I to think. I think so. Oh, what's wrong? Oh, Harper Jane. You dumped Harper Jane. your popcorn? No, oh, no. He's probably going to make you new popcorn. That was stale. Is he going to put it in your Mickey? Oh, okay, cool. He's doing the right thing, babe. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Harper Jane. Harper Jane, everyone. <laughs> we should do like an Easter egg count if people can like, like which episodes have Harper Jane in them. All <laughs> of them. At the end of the season. All of them, because I refuse like... <laughs> to exclude my kid from anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. Special oh guest God. appearance. Special video appearance from Bart. Wave to YouTube. <laughs> and Spotify. Um... So, where were we? The Shigorsky uh, family, everyone. <laughs> yeah, everybody. There we go. They're all here. Um, all right. So, we're adding Vegas to the map. I have been re-listening to some of your episodes and still think that in each episode, the same vibe ener- slash energy has been carried through. Season two is one of my least favorite seasons, so I'm glad you guys see the problems with Aurora as well. I think the Dr. Whale story was interesting, but I am upset they don't really go into it after the season. That's the other thing. Like, they're going to do all this it stuff It was for right a while. They just, then they just <laughs> never, yeah, they don't ever talk about it again. Uh, Hook is amazing, and I also mm-hmm. like Tiny a lot. I don't know. What? Who's tiny? Uh, Who's tiny? Is it a future character? We'll find out. Maybe. Uh, I unless that is a typo, possibly. Mm, Never mind. We'll find Uh, out. Stay tuned. Can't wait to get later in the season. Very exciting. Thank you very much, Megan. Oh my gosh! Thank you, Megan. Vegas. I forget that like there is a part of Vegas that is not the Strip, so like people live very normal lives there, and I'm like, oh my god, you're in Vegas, yeah. Yeah, if you watch if you watch CSI, uh, the first CSI, you know all about the suburbs of Vegas and all the murders that happen. Murder, (laughs) murder. Uh, All right, that is our story of Daily Mirror. Um. Yeah, so thank you to everyone. 
appreciate all of your con- actually what a warm welcome not, back that was that was half of the actual contributions we have to put in the show we just wanted to break it up because it was a lot thank you guys for showing up while we were uh while we were in the middle of hiatus and re-records and stuff like that you guys really gave us a lot so we're gonna if you haven't heard it this week then you'll we'll we bumped a couple of them to next week just so that we can have some time to talk about the show and some other things so thank you to everybody um so now we get into our show show, which is very exciting we are at uh season two episode 12 is where we are in the name of the brother in the name of Uh, the brother yeah you can imagine what this is about uh the character backstory on this is victor frankenstein so we're continuing on from our last uh, Frankenstein episode. It aired on January 20th, 2013. Written by girl. OG Jane Espenson. We don't have a, we still don't have a drum roll, which is crazy. Like we really need one. Um, it's directed by Milan Chalov. So uh, we, we did take a quick look, uh, at least in season two. Jane uh, has not we've not seen her since uh, a dual episode that she did with christian or sorry christine boylan in tallahassee that was a really good one uh and then uh milan chaloff uh did lady of the lake um at least that's the season two ones i know they obviously worked in a bunch of stuff in season one but that was the last time that we saw them. so cool yeah it's for stamping yeah carpet jane uh so this oh sorry the uh rate the rating was oh 8. yeah not 2, good. Two, four million it was down now to 7.68 million and uh, we started at like in the 10 so this is really where season two is starting to drag so that's okay i think i'm not sure good. we'll get back up again but for now we're just going to be in those you know every show has those like slumpy ones in the middle but the synopsis dr whale is tasked with mending Hook's wounds and performing surgery on the stranger whose car crashed upon entering Storybrooke. Huge cliffhanger at the end, right, of last last episode. Yeah. Um, but some of the townspeople fear that the stranger may have seen magic, which could expose their true identities to the world, and think that leaving him to die would be the <laughs> best solution. It's dark. <laughs> Meanwhile, as Mr. Gold tries to reunite with a despondent Belle, Cora attempts to reunite with daughter Regina. And in the land that was, Victor desperately wants to prove to his disapproving father that he can indeed bring back the dead. Mm, not a hill you should try to die on, Victor, but we'll support your dreams. And also, we're doing the, like, disapproving father trope. I don't know how I feel about that. It feels weak. I don't know. Eh. Anyway. um, So... Yeah. So now we get to do our production notes. Ha! Production notes. Uh, So the production notes is the section when we talk about the behind the scenes, uh, facts and trivia, and just things about the production and how they filmed the episode. Um, So let's see. Let's start it off. Yeah, it's a title card uh, note. It features a fully colored Rumpelstiltskin against the monochromatic Frankenstein-style forest. It is also the first title card to feature a fully colored subject, because up until this point, it's always been like blue or like, you know, like whatever color tone the background is, if you been kind of a shadow. So that's actually going to be kind of cool to see how they do that. I always say that and then the title card just like whizzes by. That's how that we have another cool. first, though. <laughs> Oh, yeah? This is the first episode in which the Enchanted Forest does not appear in any form. Ah, because we are in the land without color. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. 
kind of an exciting Thunder place to be. Thunder crashes, lightning strikes. Yeah, go, 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 go. Dun, dun, dun. What's next? Take the next one, too. The scene in which Gerhardt kills his father was done by Gregory Itzen, laying down with sandbags on his chest and Chad Michael Collins pummeling them. So that's how they filmed that scene of murder. Gregory Itzen and Chad Michael Collins. I don't know who these people are. These are from the um, Frankenstein's family. Oh, okay. Interesting. And then we have a Uh, Disney reference. Yeah. The ringtone on Greg's cell phone is the Star Wars opening theme. I'm excited to hear that. <laughs> okay. I kind of like the just like blobbing that on there. Um, how about a pause and read? It looks like Victor's commission letter, commission for what, I wonder, uh, is written in German. Fully in German. That's going to be, wow. I like that somebody like paused and was like, gotcha. <laughs> like, like they actually could see. Hmm. All right. And they did cool. translate it, but it was a lot. And, and it was boring, in German, and yeah. we don't need me to read in a German accent or attempt to speak German, yeah. because let me tell you, ugly. No, thanks. Uh, all right, so we got to use it again here. One of the mirrors in the secret room in Regina's vault. It's the same mirror that the magic mirror first appeared in, in the Evil Queen's palace in season one, in The Thing You Love Most, which is episode like two or something. The One of the mirrors in the secret room in Regina's vault, secret room? Oh, like physically, they're talking about the actual prop or is it supposed to be the actual magic mirror? That's what I wonder. Like, is it, you know what I mean? Like, is the magic I think mirror, it's the mirror? Moves, or is it just like the physical mirror is the one that they actually used in that episode? Probably that one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. We have some artworks. This kind of falls under brand info. I think we can start up the brand info music. All right, let's do it. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, brand info. The paintings in the hospital waiting room are Morning Creekside by American artist Megan Latelli and Water Lilies by Canadian artist Philip Craig. When Cora reaches Regina's home, the wallpaper in the room with the shelves is Moda Colorway HX90107 wallpaper from Anderson Prince. Very specific. <laughs> and the wallpaper in Regina's secret hideout is Etching Damask ET30300 wallpaper from Anderson Prince. When Emma and her family are having a late night supper, an anthropology inside out bowl in pink, sadly no longer available, is sitting on the kitchen counter. Brand info. And that ladies and gentlemen. is brand info. Who the hell looked up the wallpaper hex codes? Like, this is real specific. People <laughs> have <ridiculous>. time. <laughs> like, honestly. And then to oh, close man. it out. The Frankenstein Manor. I'm at a, wow, that's it's weird that that's a name. Like I just always assume Frankenstein is just one singular person, but it's like a whole family name. It's so, a family, yeah, yeah. It's a whole legacy. The Frankenstein Manor, Victor's lab, and the cell Gerhardt is held in were all real life sets used for filming, despite that the backgrounds and surrounding elements were CGI made. The mansion set was built at the Bridge Studios in Burnaby, where Once Upon a Time was filmed. Burnaby. Oh, I, I would say Burnaby. So that's, that's pretty Barnaby, cool. But with a U. That is cool. Very interesting. Real life sets. I, I mean, I love anything that's practical in real life like that. That, that. It's always fun that it's not like CGI or it's not some Right. They're not just standing there in a like, bare room. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't think I could <laughs> totally. act like that, which makes me a bad actor. But you know what I mean? Like, it's just incredible oh, it's hard, that yeah. they can. I watched. I just watched 
a clip that's going around on Twitter of the woman in Pandora acting with like just all of their like things that are on oh, them and yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. the motion capture yeah the way that she acted still while it would there was like nothing even remotely close to the scene that she should have been in or what she should have looked like it was so raw and just so beautiful right yeah it's really it's really cool and they show um what's his name andy circus doing uh Gollum. Or yes like, oh there's a really cool one of uh uh <laughs> What's his name? Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Craziest name in Hollywood. Uh, like crawling around on the floor as Smaug, the the dragon, and they film his face doing all this crazy stuff. They have like it's a little so camera cool. On it's really fun. Motion capture is really hard too, because like you don't have anything to react to. You just have to. Everything's in your imagination. It's like you're going crazy, right? It's like you're just right, like hyper, and not like the same. But looking. I love watching Robin Williams in the studio whenever he's doing voice acting. How animated oh God, yeah. he gets, and like how same much- thing. Oh, what a you could like see everything that was in his head, like right in front of yes. his face. Yes, like, you could see. He was it, doing yeah. it out, like it was like he was. I don't know. He is just. Yeah, I agree. What a treasure that we lost way too soon. But. Uh, among among many others, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was production notes. <laughs> production notes. Uh, we normally in this place have a section called "What's in the Hatch." Which is our allusion to, not allusion, it's our, our uh, segment. Yeah, <laughs> our dedication, our ode to the um, lost references that are in this episode because Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz were uh, executive producers on Lost, or they worked on Lost. I don't think they were executive producers, but um, this episode features nothing. So, big fat empty hatch sound. Uh, the next episode that airs, Tiny. Oh, Tiny. Oh. I am an idiot. We just caught up. Uh, who was that? Uh, Megan? Thanks, Megan. It was not a typo. We're just dumb. <laughs> we caught up. I'm so stupid. Uh, yes, the next episode is Tiny. <laughs> and that features more um, hatch stuff. So we'll pick back up with the lost references next episode so now we're at the place where we get to watch the episode which is very fun uh we have some uh features of our watch party that we'd like to point out we have a drinking bell if you so choose to participate in the drinking game that we have uh we uh randomly will ring the bell and then you can drink a beverage of your choice some water some spiked lemonade maybe a spritzer some popcorn some uh wine cooler popcorn cheez-its Chips Ahoy. Whatever floats your boat. Uh, We also have a play and pause sound. Sounds like this. That is just the sound of me playing and pausing the episode. So if you happen to hear that, um, that is what's going on. Then you can know what's happening or sync to what we're doing, etc. And we, of course, have familiar voice of the podcast, Mr. William Smith. It's rewind time. He lets us know that it is rewind time in case we need to... Rewind and uh, talk about something or listen to something because we talked over it. So those are our features. Is that it? I feel like we had other ones. Oh, we had the... Nope, never mind. No. I got to take... I'm taking it off right now. <laughs> it shouldn't no. be in there. Now we've opened up a slot for a new sound effect to go in the drink clink spot. We don't clink anymore. No more toasts. You yeah, drink no, or nothing. Just, yeah, drink or die. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we do have several other sound effects that we will be playing throughout the show. Uh, hopefully we can find a place for all of them. Uh, you know what I'm talking about now, right? Right, right? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Totes. Uh, so the last thing we do before we actually go into playing the episode is to talk about the 
title uh, line of the show, whatever the t- title is referencing, and it looks like it's not even the full name. The name is t- of the episode is In the Name of the Brother, and <laughs> this line, I can't do the sound effects because the re- recording rigging is just not set up for that right now, but uh, it the, this line reads this way. I will bring you back, my brother. I promise. So now, Brookies, is- now, Brookies, I've come up with this game before Mackie goes into how silly this is. This is so dumb. I made up this game. I don't even know how many episodes ago, but it was random. Lock in right now in your little, in your brain, in your thoughts. Lock in your answer for who you think said this. And then find out at the end of the episode if you're right. This one's a little bit more obvious. This one is extremely obvious, so it's a great time to spoil that. But yeah, Frankenstein. Obviously, it's Victor, Dr. Whale. Um, Victor, Mr. Victor Whale Frankenstein. That's his nickname. Uh, so I will bring you back. My brother, I promise is for in the name of the brother. They couldn't get one character to say in the name of the brother or name this episode something better. Right. No. Okay. Uh, all right. With that, I think it is time to begin our watch of episode 12. Let's pull it up. Uh, oh, this is season one, <laughs> season two, episode 12 in the name of the brother. Bye YouTube. We're not buying YouTube though. We're going to continue recording video. Oh, well, by YouTube, though. Yes, true. By YouTube. <laughs> I was still oh, right. Isla. Isla's keeping me honest over here. Okay. Uh, all right, let's see what we got here. Previously on Once Upon a Time. If you want Ashley to have that baby, you'll owe me a Yeah, favor. previously, like, yeah. 20 There's episodes ago. a world full of people who don't know <laughs> who or what we are. What if they see a girl turning into a wolf, for example? When I pour this potion... Onto the object I hold most dear, that object becomes a talisman that allows me to cross the timeline and still remember who I am. Now you can find your son. Oh. Oh. Who's Bill? Who are you? What's going on? Oh my gosh. Let me. Let me. All better. How did you do that? It's nothing to be afraid of. Well, please. What are you? You okay? I'm at the town line. Two people down. Maybe three. There's a car pretty banged up with Pennsylvania plates. What's going on? She crossed over the line and she doesn't remember. <laughs> hey, beautiful. Oh, oops. <gasps> Who is she calling? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, who are the other cops in this town that she's talking There's to? There's no one. She has her dad as the like deputy. So I'm it's not... like her and Charming. <laughs> Where are the other cops that she's like calling into? Neither dispatch? of them are qualified for this position either. <laughs> no. No, not at all. <laughs> Here I didn't think you noticed. Ah! Your ribs are broken. Uh, that must be why it hurts when I laugh. So you see his face. His one true love gone and it eats it. Just like me, the crocodile. <laughs> When you took her from me. But you took her first. Ah! Oh, are you insane? Yes, I am. He's not on. if you let me go. You don't want her to see that. I'm a stranger to her. Murder is a bad first impression. What would Belle want you to do? Who's driving this I'm ambulance? Sorry. Did she call in the ambulance? Like, what? Well, clearly there's no one else. Go, him. Take care of him. He can wait. What? There's someone in there. Stay. I'll be right back. Do you know this guy? I've never seen him before. That's because he drove into town. From the outside? 
Looks like the world just came to Storybrooke. So you're trying to tell me that that ambulance full of EMTs came from inside Storybrooke? Like, who are you? Conveniently, for the first time ever, we have a full-on ambulance and hospital. People have been being murdered left and right for like weeks now, and now you're just showing for up in an ambulance. Okay. Like what? Okay. Uh, we have a black and white title card. Uh, let's see. Fully colored rumble. Oh, that's good. a whole that's cool. rumble. That's cool. And that was I a like long it. one. Yeah, it was. The, how many ambulances do you have? Probably just one, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like Doctor Rail, the only doctor we so have weird. here. Can you come to the emergency room? Yeah, <laughs> also true. He's drinking. You could get somebody else. Nobody's qualified anyway. To a fine new year, Papa. Thank you, Gerhard. There's Gerhard. We just answered our question. And let's have a better ah. look at that medal. <laughs> My son. The Silver Cross. Brothers. It's embarrassing to have everyone make such a fuss. Well, that's your cross to bear, I suppose. <laughs> well, the holiday. Something for both of my sons. Too small to be a pony. Your mother gave me that when we were married. It was her father's. She wanted to keep it in the family. See, people judge me for having only one child. But... Open yours, Victor. <laughs> the commission. Father, surely you're joking. My work is far too important to leave now. I purchased you a commission. You will join the Mobile 34th as their camp physician. I'm sorry. It's an honor. I'm... Yes, of course. I'm dumb. I'm not what sure does that you mean? realize the important scientific work he's doing. Well, certainly, what, but how will he what do... What does what mean? Commission. Like, to me, that's like an uh, art commission. You're asking somebody to buy something custom for you. So what does this I mean? Think it's a co- I think it's a commission of war. Right, like, so he bought you a spot like a in the war? Of, that's not a very good Christmas gift, Dad. Yeah, I mean, well, with these guys, it would have been the highest honor, right, to fight for your fa- in your name of your family. I suppose. I suppose that's what they're. I trying mean, maybe to literally for Mulan's dad only, but everyone else realizes <laughs> that that's not a good idea. Right. No. Yeah, you're right. Okay, that's ooh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Interesting. It was work without my financial support. Ah, I rely on that money. I've already allowed you the use of our summer home for your foolish purposes. Isn't that enough? No. Stupid zombies. Progress. The name Frankenstein is going to stand for life. Life. Everlasting here on Earth. Find a room and hide him. Oh, no way. What's going on? Get him out of here. Well, what's happening, Bell? I'd like to know that myself. Bell! Everybody, calm down. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. They've been paging you for an hour. Be fine. She's in good hands here. I promise. Victor, <laughs> remember I'm the zombie doctor. Victor, wait. And I'm also drunk. You'll cool off. <laughs> here, take this. You're the eldest. She wanted it for you. No. Keep it. Don't worry. Oh about my God! It. Even worse. He's the older brother. Yeah. He is looking absolutely phenomenal in that peacoat, though, I will say. Oof. Oh. This is But he's so colorful. Cool to have, oh. To have color rumple in the world without color is really cool. 
this is questionable. <laughs> Amnesia is a weird thing, right? Because she's still sleeping. She cannot consent to that, and you know she has no yeah. memory, so no. Doesn't feel good. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Correct response. Also, wait. Pause. I need to dive into it. Uh, something here. I don't get it. So she crossed the line. Her memory is wiped out. Yeah. When your memory is wiped out, normally, you know, you're basically reset. But you know things. You know how to talk. You know what I mean? Like, you know surroundings. It's just short-term memory usually that but, gets lost. Yeah. So your long-term imprinted memory stays. So why would she question his magic use? Shouldn't her long memories include the Enchanted Forest? I think the whole point of the curse is that it removes that your entirely of the of the entire enchanted forest. Experience. Okay, all right. So she's reset to like a regular muggle, so she's basically. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Okay, all right. I just wanted to talk that. Out so she would have been out. like a normal person, but not no like a normal person with amnesia, like land without magic person. Yes. Okay. All right. That was. I was just trying yeah. to figure that out. That's that is at least my assumption of the way that the curse would work. Right. Yeah. That it would just wipe out your enchanted. It's it's not just like a time thing. It's also like a right because like I get her not knowing who she is, but like so I guess it would be yeah. the opposite. It would be the opposite of during the curse. So during the curse, you didn't remember any of the enchanted forest, and you only remember the life in story. Right. So that's so all she's be being opposite. wiped back to. Okay. Yeah. So she would. Yeah. So she would like just psych ward bell wiped. Yeah. I suppose so. Yeah. Actually, I mean, right? That would that would kind of yeah. track that it would just be flipped back again. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, sir, you should be arrested. That was completely inappropriate. Yeah, that was mouth rape. It, that was not good. <laughs> oh, he looks so weird in regular clothes. I know, and with no eye makeup on. <laughs> Again, you're really into this, aren't you? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> if you feel things getting sexual, just say... Shut it down. Sorry, that was a good one. <laughs> oh, that was great. Cracked a few ribs. Where's Cora? You look good, I must say. Oh, where's Cora in a commanding voice? Chills. You have all sorts of sore places I can make you hurt. <laughs> I have no idea what Cora is. She has her own agenda. I, I like this tension. I am interested Me too. in my hook. May I have it back? There's another attachment you prefer. Oh my! You're awfully chipper for a guy who just failed to kill his enemy, then got hit by a car. Well, my ribs may be broken, but everything else is still intact. Which is more than can be said for other bad days I've had. <laughs> Plus, I did some quality damage to my phone. You hurt Bell. I hurt his heart. Oh. Bell's just where he keeps it. Oh. He killed my love. True. I know the feeling. This is what I love about Hook. All this like sexual innuendo stuff is li so. This actually reminds me a lot of like all of this. The like the the stigma today about sexual harassment and all that stuff, right? And the way that that was treated when we were younger, even further back than us, the way when our parents were our current age or like a little bit younger than us, right? where saying stuff like that to a woman didn't mean you were going to like assault her right? right there was a there was like a line drawn where that was all just talk it was just for a laugh or for a whatever right and there was there were boundaries around it 
since then, obviously, it's turned into like that is super dangerous, and you don't even play around with anything close to that because you could get murdered, <laughs> like yeah. like today, right? And it's completely that really valid. Wasn't, That's not invalidating. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, anything. No, yeah, and and I'm not suggesting that it was right back then. I'm just saying right. it wasn't a threat. You're not back saying then. like, oh, now we can't do stuff like that because the fun police. Like, no, we can't do that because no, you no, literally no. have no idea what somebody's intentions are now. So like, yeah, that's it's actually the dangerous. point that you're. We're just being really, really fucking clear about that. Like, we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not endorsing, like, sexually objectifying a woman. Yeah. I'm just saying, when it was done, when we were younger, it was done, it really was done in jest. It was not done with, with intention of, like, violence. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, it was really just the way that people were kind of razzed each other and were a little bit more aggressive and, right? And we learned later on that, that became hurtful and offensive and we all adjusted as a community as a as a culture some of us but i look at hook as it reminds me a lot of like guys from when i was younger where i'm like that wasn't a dude that was dangerous that was just a guy who just said it because it was funny yeah like let's be real and it's important to note emma is not uncomfortable yeah she is not she is keeping up moving she's not threatened she doesn't look uncomfortable you know she's not shifting herself back a little bit like so to me, that is completely okay. And then the way that he words what he did, he didn't lose. He hurt his heart, which means all of these jokes are just the top of who he is. You that's, know what I mean? Yeah, you can tell he loves is, with his whole heart because yeah. if he didn't, if he was heartless and soulless and just, you know, was one of those frat boy, prat, Jad, Chad Brad. <laughs> He would never Jad. think to do something by going after who somebody else loves because he doesn't believe in love. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't think that that's going to really do any damage. 100%. And, like, I love the fact that you can see that switch, all those jokes and all that blah, blah, blah. And then when he really gets down to the core of it, that's why. And to to your point, Emma never has been, like, really weirded out by all these advances that he makes, even if they're really gross. Like, it, I think there's something to that that banter that feels a little bit more like cats playing yeah you can tell when somebody feels uncomfortable and they're just not saying something emma's keeping up yeah yeah and and she's oh i feel like of any if there's gonna be any character that can keep up right she can hold her own especially with the guys like she's she she can she can fight she's scrappy she is scrappy and even verbally right yeah i mean august was much more a little bit more chivalrous and kind of uh classy i suppose about it and hook is like a scoundrel right he's a pirate so you expect it to be a little dirtier and i think per our couple previous episodes that's why i didn't react so poorly to how aggressively sexual he was no because to me it immediately felt like an archetype i was familiar with and it, and it was not the archetype of like a violent criminal rapist that no. was not this guy. i'm only uncomfortable you know? because i'm on the outside looking in i have like secondhand yeah, yeah. embarrassment from eavesdropping on this conversation that's where yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where i'm like, coming <laughs> from on it i literally <laughs> totally, am like totally. oh my gosh save this for the car like i do yeah. not <laughs> need to hear about this right now and totally totally valid totally totally valid i i um this was just a really good example of like within the same scene within the same conversation with a character watching the switch him flip right on his heels yeah to really what's actually going on and i think that really brings to the surface the fact that those jokes are a coping mechanism to hide insecurities or to hide like his it's real really pain just a because you can thing. obviously yeah. tell he's still hurting he would not yeah. be still doing this and even how aggressive, like the the um, 
uh what what is it that like how he felt after he got what he the revenge Mm -hmm. that he got you know like he was like yeah this is exactly how i felt like like all of that was really passionate yeah just and to see him be that passionate about mila was also kind of cool just to realize that he's still holding on to this Mm -hmm. like i feel like the character is starting to really flesh out surprise surprise jane espenson episode is when that happens. You see the banter, right? So she's like a Gilmore's girl, girl, right? So, so this back and forth, this quippy little, like, God, her writing is just, it's just, it's so unique and it has such a specific fingerprint that it's absolutely magnificent. I love it. You can, you can tell that it's her and the way that it's done feels masterful. It feels like you have to pay attention to keep up with mm-hmm. all of the little nuances that she's throwing at you, which is just only a really expert craftsman can do that as a writer again again hands off we love you jane thank you whoa i pushed the wrong button i bought it (laughs) keep smiling buddy you're chained down he's on his feet immortal has magic and you hurt his girl if i were to pick dead guy of the year i'd pick you ah she has a point. Now he doesn't Keith. care about that, of course. Right. I like how she's being with him too. The yeah. relationship, the rapport that she's establishing with him. Let me guess another passcode. Can't guess. There are a million possible combinations. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. Leroy, can you get it open or something? Hack it? Well, you do understand the computer hacking and pickaxe hacking are different. Here, <laughs> yeah. And we do know something. There was stuff in his car. Love that Maps, receipts. His name is Greg Mendel. Now, let's see. Really glad you all just wasted time trying to break into his phone for that. Right. Pictures of him alone and a bunch of Eastern Seaboard tourist locations, a LinkedIn account, and he tweets pictures of his food. I'll keep looking, but I think what we have here is a well-documented, real-life, ordinary Joe. Or Greg. So, whatever's kept random people from stumbling into Storybook for the last 28 years. Anyone could drive in. Why are my instincts telling me that's a bad thing? Because you've seen E.T. or Splash or any other movie where they find something magical and study it to death. I think what they do to a werewolf. Splash. Oh, and his friends and family, they're going to come looking for him soon. Let's try not to overreact. Leroy's right. We don't need outsiders here. Hook says he doesn't know where Cora is, and God knows what she's going to do. America, am I right? Other yeah. people coming here, and that's not going to be good for anyone. We need to find Regina. Tell her we know she was framed. I've been tracking her. No luck. She's gone underground. But what if Cora finds her first? I don't want to think about the damage those two would do together. This could not have come at a worse time. It's okay. The guy's being patched up right now. He'll probably be on his way home by morning. Not quite. He's bleeding into his chest cavity. Oh. It's not a full flood, you know, but pretty soon he'll be drowning in his own blood. So make it stop. Aren't you a doctor? Just before we go on, do you see the mastery I was talking about? Do you know how fast that dialogue went by? Right. Like, so, like it's a step I, up. I to, it really is. I, it's the next level when it comes you, to TV show writing. And it's very noticeable t- episode to episode. <sighs> it is. It, yeah, especially the ones becoming before and after. You miss that when it's gone. I can tell you for a fact that she was on set. I, I, I can almost guarantee it because the way that that's written needs a certain candor or at least that or at least that the director understood the assignment. You know she what I'm has saying? to bring like, the energy. I feel like Jane is somebody that we're completely just making this up right now. I just feel like she's somebody on the set who is bringing the energy along with the director like they're there hyping yeah. them up, making sure that this flows correctly because it's no notes. 
I would love to know if that is true. If you know what I mean, if if there, I I already know for a fact that writers do collaborate with directors and actors on set. That is true. But I wonder, I wonder about Jane specifically because this only a few shows on television ever achieve this level of pace and punch and and weight. Aaron Sorkin like, is famous for this. Can you just see famous. her there with like her paper, like crumping it up and being like, yes, yes. Like when, yes. when they nail just, something, like, I don't know. I mean, she did the work. She wrote the words in a way that are, it was, it's like writing music, right? You, if you want to write energy, you write a lot of notes very close together. If you want to write uh, an emotion, mm, right? So, so uh, yeah, there's a, there's a specific, there's a nuance to it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's funny that you bring that up because Alexander Hamilton had it. Lin-Manuel Miranda has it. Aaron Sorkin has it. A few other, there is a, a few people that have this natural talent to make you feel the urgency of something. And it's not just chaos. Did you see how all of that had a place? It had a candor. It had like a beat to it. And they were overlapping, talking on top of each other. Like it, that reminded me of a scene that is famously made fun of um, in other shows. Uh, the West Wings always made fun of because Aaron Sorkin just writes these like super crazy fast machine gun style lines. And they're also talking really heady stuff, right? Really intellectual, highbrow stuff that mm-hmm. you don't really know what a lot of it is. And you got to stay. You got to keep up. You got you to listen to all of those characters, figure out all of the things that they're thinking, that they're saying, what all the options are, right? And then Whale comes in. And do you see how this pace now is... It, it goes up to a peak. If you've listened to any classical music, right? Mozart and Beethoven, it, it's crazy and the violins go nuts and it goes up to a point and then it stops and then there's empty noise, empty sound. Right. right. And, and that was kind of all of that down. and Emma saying, then make it stop. Yeah. And that it was, was it. It's like leaves like gently falling to the ground. There's just something so poetic about the way that this is done. That seems to be following Jane, not the directors, which I'm just like, God, that's fascinating. I know this has nothing to do with the actual show itself, but it really is... It really adds, I think, to the level of enjoyment that you have in the show when it feels exciting. It's not just your... And it's sad that the ratings went down because it actually is kind of... Like, I don't care about this guy or Frankenstein or anything, but I'm, like, at the edge of my seat listening to them talk. Right. (laughs) Just because of the the way it sounds to the ear, like, orally. Anyway, that's a super, super side tangent, but I, I, I just... I love the way it just bites. We love like, Jane It makes Espenson. me want to rewatch. Like, you know, makes me want to rewatch Gilmore Girls because it's exactly like this. The whole show is like this. <laughs> See? Empty space. It's beautiful. Gold. You fixed me. Now fix him. It will take you seconds and cost you nothing. No. No. Just... No. I owe you nothing. Well, I owe none of you anything. And some of you owe me. Ah. So yeah, just mm. no. Oh, and point of interest, the driver, he saw me throwing some magic. So instead of trying to get him out of here, you better be hoping he dies. Because if he doesn't, he's going to be driving tour buses up and down Main Street. I'm sorry, nobody so would be driving in droves to Maine. give a damn. Under no circumstance. <laughs> yeah, even if there were magical people. Nobody is going to Barnum and Bailey this town. Look, letting him die is easy. I can do that. If that's what you decide. Let's take this somewhere private. It's not really murder if we let him succumb to his injuries. Pretty sure it is. Oh, it's 100% Of course we murder. save him. Oh, hold Obviously. on. Obviously. You we also... It, it is murder, and you have an oath. If it's fake or not, yes, you it, have... Hippocratic oath is a real thing. Uh, we have... Don't we have medical people in our Discord? I know, because we talked about... 
We've asked for a couple people's opinions in the Discord. Oh. Lights off. Frankenstein. Oh, my God. I've been shot out. For those of you who can't see in video, uh, Isla's got her power cut off. Well. <laughs> From a uh, little minion. Our co-stars oh. of the show here are playing Star Wars with their Stormtrooper binoculars. So we've uh, got to turn the night vision on. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah, obviously. They don't work in bright lights. That's really smart. HJ is... She's on something. Um, we've had some opinions come in. Not opinions. We had some. Uh, what, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, some ref. Some fact some checkers. People, yeah, like like talk to us about sources. Fields outside sources. Uh, and I thought one of the, a couple of them were medical because I think we. Oh well, we were talking about psychiatric with uh, Archie, with like whether or not yeah. it would be okay for him to, even though he's not a real therapist or whatever. Um, I mean, this is completely no brainer. Like, obviously, Hippocratic oath like is true, but like also to say it's not murder if you let him succumb to his injuries is completely false. Like, if you find someone and they're hurt and you don't report the injuries, you are an accessory to murder because you let someone die. Like, yeah. and you could have done something about it. That's literally what accessory to murder means. So, like, you didn't physically do the killing, but you aided in someone's injury or death. It's also not so, a Disney no. reference, but you paused it at the perfect time. This room is called R two four two, and oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it's I, close enough. I think that's that funny. <laughs> probably would have been. A, no, I like it. Yeah, 100%. Uh, it's also, I was just going to say that Whale um, kind of shooting it to the team and saying, I mean, I can do this. It's your choice. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting that Whale wouldn't be like, that's a good idea. And then to burst in this room and be like, you know, it's not really murder. I'm like, never mind. This guy's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> like this character is just, I mean, or maybe they're intentionally writing him to be morally ambiguous, you know, that we never know if he's going to just like go for him. Like. He never seemed like he, he would do things on the up and up, doctor wise or person wise. He seems so just, scummy, but me, I mean, I, don't I mean, know. I, I'm, obviously that was the intention, right? Yeah, like, they they really did write him that way. But which uh, Anders, what is his name? David Anders is that his name? Uh, does exceptionally well. I mean, he's really playing. He's he's playing the role. You know, yeah. he's, he's 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 doing the. Job. I love him. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's really doing a great job. It's this character I have questionable. Like I just wonder if it could have been a little bit more ambiguous where they where they leaned a little bit on the like maybe he'll do the right thing once in a while and not just be kind of nah. a little bit low lifey most of the time, but that's okay. It's fine. We need that that voice, right? We got to think it through. If we save him and kill the whole town, is that really better? That's the train thing. Oh right? my we have gosh, to choose it is. between our lives and his. We can worry about the Again. town later. Which doesn't mean we should abandon it. I know. This is the entire storybook after we save a life. I would like to point out that Red is she Red or Ruby here? I keep forgetting. Ruby. She's she's Red. She's Ruby? Ruby in town. Oh, yeah, she's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Ruby in town. Uh, that Ruby is always, like, town first. I love, I love that they always put in her mouth that Ruby is always... Yeah, like like the second like the, since she's done the second to in command to David having to, you know, inspire the town that Ruby would be the one to be like, we got to take care of everyone. Like, I love that 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 caregiving nature of her character, but also we need another person in charge. We need another. And David is being really I don't there's something about the way he's just drawing these hard lines that it's a little bit polarizing i think and not a good way that she is she's doing the emotional thing right and like caring for the people i thought about this during our hiatus about my feelings on david because people really shit on me for hating him so much but okay he is storybrooks minkus minkus from boy meets world yes wow what a reference okay please elaborate he is no matter what have to do the right thing does that mean yeah. detention for you? 
Yes, but you know what? You did the right thing. Like, just, yeah, yeah. Minkus was he always the is Minkus. <laughs> Minkus is such a great character. <laughs> I love that. Uh, he's a, he's a great character because you hate him. I mean, you don't hate him. No, you, I don't hate him, like, but you're just like, Minkus, oh my gosh, come stop. on, like get it together, like yeah, come yeah. on. And that's my David. Oh my god, that's so funny. Did you see all those memes of like people thinking that Minkus grew up to be that girl from Ridiculousness? The the DJ? Yes. Because she's got the same Ch- giant yeah, mouth smile. <laughs> I'm always like that's What's funny is that Minkus actually grew up like and that. was on One Tree Hill and he was one of he was mouth. Oh, really? He's oh my god. one of my favorite characters from that TV show. I didn't He's, know that. Oh my gosh, it's it's so great. I love Mal. Where are they now moment? I love it. But okay. yeah, um and he still does like those like not Comic-Con. But Comic-Con for, like, stuff like that. Like, he'll go to the One Tree Hill reunions and stuff. Um, right, right, it's right. It's great. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of rewinding because, again, Jane is just, like, really, really packing, packing these scenes with dialogue. So we're going to go back yeah. and see if we can it's rewind we time. pick up on some of this. Sure it is. Of course we save him. Obviously. Well. Leroy. We got to think it through. It's so funny. We save him and kill the whole town. Is that really better? So we have to choose between our lives and his. We can worry about the town later. Which doesn't mean we should abandon it. I know, but let's worry about Storybrooke after we save a life. All right, I'm on. I'm on board with them. Crush whale. Prep for surgery. <laughs> Are you drunk, sir? What was that? I mean, he is. <laughs> he was like. Anyone else notice he's drunk off his ass? Oh, oh yes. I literally. Wait, wow. Wait, I mean, wait. No. Go back, sorry, you just talked over it. Someone's looking for Greg. How long before they come here? That was great. And what a tender H.J. goodnight kiss that was. Oh no, she had a boo-boo on her hand, I just kissed it better. Oh, a boo-boo kiss. Um, And now that we're recording video, we captured it on video as well. Uh, We got the Star Wars intro, love that. Yeah. Love that. And that does that color your idea of him as a person? That yeah. <laughs> little nerdy, maybe? A little bit? Uh, so wait. So Star Wars exists? Yes, it does. And Star Wars is from the 70s. They know all these exist. fairy tale characters. And yeah, when the curse was a thing, they just never thought about... Nope. Okay. Well, no. So we had, we had established that the curse was intentionally... Because they knew who the characters were. Because when they were talking about like Snow White and and, you know... I almost said Peter Pan, uh, Captain Hook, and but like you watch Pinocchio these, these you people. watch these Disney movies, and you don't see any similarities. Like, but also this is a guy from the outside that was not affected by the curse. Oh it right, be, oh been, sorry, it sorry, been yes, yes, yes. If yeah. someone in the town had that as their ringtone, for sure, it would have been really strange. But because this one is, you know what I mean, like a separate thing. Um, I really want to make sure that I'm saying his name right because I obviously know who he is, but I just I so I don't want to misspeak. Uh, is it David Anders? David, yes, David Anders. Um, so, like such an amazing job. Like I was making fun, but the fact that I picked up on a very, very small, like those kind of body acting things are really—they're fascinating to me because when they're done right, it projects exactly what they wanted to project. Like I saw drunk so fast, there was just something in the eyes, right? That like. He was it off. looked like a it looked like a bad K 
character choice moment from an actor that turned out to be so good it was exactly what he wanted me to believe about his character right that to me is like extra five stars for an actor that can really slip those little lana does it all the time little nuances in the eyebrow and she's really really excellent facial actress yep. um megan ori does it guinea good does it like there's a couple little tiny things that they do without words that i think is really really strong and man did david kill that i like the fact that that's in and the fact that the characters have to respond to that right there in that scene to validate it was just so cool like, like it makes me it may it feels like a victory yeah right? i was like oh i saw it like that's again the writing man collaboration between the writing and the performances too just more stellar than i can that i can describe uh anything you want to go back and look at again because that was, that was a lot going on no i'm good <laughs> okay we're gonna carry on but I, and I love that David is like, let's save the life. The life is more important than the town. You're right. Like, that felt like a strong... We just shit on him for not being a good enough leader, and that was actually a really good... Good evening, Doctor. How did you get in here? Who are you? <laughs> Stillskin. Rumpel von Stillskin. <laughs> Foreigner. That's fine. I like tipped that. you off my rosy complexion? <laughs> yes. I've seen nothing of your drab little land yet, but I am interested in your work. Well, you're a little late. I've been shut down. And I can't bring back dead loved ones anyway, if that's what you're after. <laughs> I think my deceased are best kept where they are, dearie. Thank you very much. No, no, no. My interest is in how you do what you do. You see, where I come from, we do things differently. Your land has witchcraft. But it's feeble, neglected stuff. Where I live, it's strong and hearty. But it cannot restore life. If you can do this, I want to know more, and I'm willing to pay. I love when his accent slips in and How out. Did you do this? Uh, missing the point. Money, yours. Are you a philanthropist? Well, I've been called one. <laughs> there is a cost to you. Knowledge. You teach me to wield whatever it is you wield. That is the deal. It's a deal. I thought you were bringing Igor, me. tremendous news. This Not is a deal. Didn't we see Igor like in the town in Storybrooke? I feel like we saw this actor. Did we? What's happening? I'm not sure. I, I remember his face. Bring back the equipment. We're staying. And we're going to need a body. Who's glad that they didn't turn Igor into like a big hump? Like dragging gas Oh, he picked up Chip. Yeah, so we're back in Storybrook, and he picked up a little Chip from his uh, his store because he's thinking about his boo. And she's thinking about nothing. Yep. Except the man who sexually assaulted her. <laughs> oh boy. Ooh. So a mysterious box just showed up on his little stand. That's good. I like that. When you can spook Rumpelstiltskin, I know. I like man. that he's freaked out right now. Hello, yeah. Hey. We should have played Guess Who. Well, I expected this was just a matter of time. I'd hoped you were dead, but hey, disappointment's just part of life. I'm sure we can agree on that. Oh, the crocodile snaps at the little bird. And after I brought you a gift. Yeah, did you bring the antidote too? Oh, Rumpel. Her it's outfit. a peace offering. And what do you want? She looks amazing. For this, uh, this peace offering. 
my daughter. You were so clever to get her to lay the curse so you could come here. You don't need her anymore. Let me try to get her back and let us live. And what do I get for my troubles? Your son. Let's it's see. an urn. What's in the box? What's in the box? It's an urn. That would be crazy. It looks like a globe you with, know what that is, of with nothing on it. There's, it's not printed. It's just white. It'll find them. Ooh, rack fungus. Okay. Is it. Oh, darling, I have no reason to cheat you anymore. I want you to find the one person in this universe who might still love you. Damn. I mean, backhand. I know. Jeez. <laughs> After all, I'm doing the same thing. Do you have any spells to return memories? Ooh, look at Rumble asking know for what help. You taught me, Master. Ew, didn't ah, so were you my Hold, please. Is that the first time we ever established this whole master thing? Like she said, I only learned what you taught me, Master. Right? I don't remember if we've ever talked about. Oh that yeah, before. we did. You did? Yeah, because when um, oh, I guess... Regina was first learning how to use dark magic, he said something like, oh, I haven't seen anybody like this since before your mother. Oh, or okay, some right. bullshit along those lines. Yeah, okay. So we already know that he taught her. This is just the what, first but... time that she's established a type of hierarchy with it. Like, I know yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. above me in some way, even though I am right. the most evil bitch. That's true too. That I mean, this really puts into perspective that he was so afraid of her, and that she and was she an still has not... some level of respect for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that too, that too. But I just meant like his view of her as an apprentice beneath him, and he's still very much scared of her. Well, like from before she came, um, roping in the Star Wars ringtone over here. It is just like when the Council saw the bad in Anakin, and they were like, "We <laughs> cannot let it get." to a point yeah. where we can't get him back because it will be yeah. terrible and look the what happened palpatine yeah. turned him into vader and that's kind of how rumple feels he's basically like i know the bad that she can do and i do not want to get down with that and look at you getting star wars i know i know and Cora's over You're here like, like i still respect you as my master but i will fuck your shit up if you get in the way of me and my daughter Oh my God, can we do like a drunk history version of this show? That's what we should do for Patreon is we should, we should do like, we should just like have some wine and we should just recreate the episode, but in our, in our like weird <laughs> we synopsis version. Yeah. I will fuck your shit up if you get in my way. So back off, bitch. And then Cora left. Yeah. Like, what? It is what she said. <laughs> people oh, should really hire great. me to retell history because I could probably get people to pass a class. No, we should do it. Let's do. We can do. We'll we'll start with Hamilton. Um, no, I will <laughs> never we'll just, recreate. We'll start with Star on, Wars. I would, I would pay. I I would pay for, to see you recreate Star Wars. Uh, fun fact: that was already almost on the air, and we messed up the first time. So maybe we can do it again. Like really, like. Oh my God, yeah. We we can yeah, through the eyes of Isla Shikorsky Inc. Yeah. And we can just have it. You just go to town on, like scene for scene, a movie, and it's and that's that'll be the whole episode. It's just a movie in its entirety told by you, as a narrator. 
in the like wrong answers only, right? Like, would anybody like, pay most... to listen to that? Let me know. If you would, we already have a Patreon set up. That could just be bonus content. Yeah. You know what? Guess what? Let's just do it anyway. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> That's a great idea. It's a great idea. I think it, I would honestly bonus content. I would listen to that shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> so we're in the middle of a podcast. So let's keep going. <laughs> Offer of a truce. Truce. No, not a deal. Are you crossing your hands, Wendy? I know. Like we used to. No, thank you. <laughs> Weird. No. All right, they're kissing. By the way. <laughs> I like it. I hated I every like it. I don't like it. every single part of that. I don't like it at all. We're moving on. Please don't pause. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, just the guy's personal effects. I get the best watches this way. Bro, don't. <laughs> Is there anything good about you? Do you have any now. good qualities? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I like to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's just like kidding. And he's just okay. a bad sense of humor. Do you think? Because I don't. I'm not drunk. Okay, just. Let's save this guy, all right? I don't care what he saw. We don't let go of people. Very Jack and Dad vibes. Yep. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Of course not. I, I, if Edward and Adam were not... Hatch moment. This is a good parallel. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> no one heard it because the frame went as soon as I hit the button. I the saw you go to hit it. This <laughs> mouse. Damn it. There we go. <laughs> oh my That's god, hilarious. sick fedora. Yeah, that's not even a fedora. That's like a different kind of hat. It's like a yeah. riding hat or something. But that cape, I'd People wear that. People told me that I'd find you here. I can't believe. I thought you were Brussels in your Petri dishes. My work has progressed. And I thought you supported me. Not like this. Halt! Don't shoot! We have orders! He's in uniform! Damn! He's like, the hell with your orders. I don't care about that. Now we have an exciting chase going on. You shouldn't have come looking for me. Those, uh, that uniform is really nice. Your lights went off. Are you in a land without magic right now? I mean, land without color? Yeah. I am, and somebody thinks it's very funny. <laughs> That's because it is very funny. We just see your little smile right now. That's all we can see. He's not okay. He's alive. We could let her know he's alive. Nah, the police could trace it here instantly. See, again, hold on, again. Ruby's like, hey, let's do this right thing and, like, make this person know that he's alive. And Dave's like, the police are gonna, they're gonna trace it. They're gonna know, they're gonna come. Like, okay. I mean, okay, so in a group like this, you need to put one of each voice in somebody's mouth, right? You need, you need all of the, all of the sides of this represented by someone. You have to give it to somebody. So, like, somebody's got to have the short straw of having the shitty opinion who's, like, has to say the thing that everybody's thinking but nobody wants to say. Right. And right now, it just seems to be David. Like, Ruby is the one who wants to save everyone. Guinea is also kind of with Ruby, sort of, and, like, we can't abandon people. David has to be the, like, pragmatic one that has to be, like, really concerned with people coming to the town. Leroy is just, like, panicking, flailing his arms. He's, like, the dog in the room that's on fire. He says everything is fine, but he's, like, freaking out inside. Right. Emma is literally just, like, judge on the on the, the stand, just listening to all of this and, like, making a decision. Absorbing the, the information Although, and, yeah, decision She making. is, yeah. Although David is the one who, like, 
was like, save the life, don't worry. I know, but I now mean, he's like, fuck the life's family. And well, to be fair, he really is trying to like not be impulsive. He's not trying to jump into anything that could have consequences, which is a very charming thing to do. It's very on brand for him to like not be, you know, he's very pragmatic. He thinks things through. He almost to a fault, right? Sometimes he he misses the opportunity to act because he's being so paranoid and worried about what could happen. Me. Right. <laughs> totally. I totally relate. Um, and uh, Snow is usually the one to be very impulsive and just jump in and who cares if this is the right thing, do it now and deal with the consequences later. So it's kind of nice to actually see this little committee working together as a unit. Nobody's trying to strong arm anybody else. Nobody's trying to overpower. Nobody's throwing the authority card. I do like that they're like kind of working together as a team. Yeah. And that they all are on different sides of this because this could go really, really poorly. Right. They're not really agreeing and it could be so much worse. And in this kind of crisis, I think it's very, very strong to write them as a unified front to the outside that is still conflicted. I think that's a very realistic approach to this that I I respect a lot. It's really hard to write because like, how do you make someone who doesn't have share your opinion likable still? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's 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 a really thin, thin line to toe. That settles that. It also just says her. Oh, my nerves can't take this. Is the surgery almost over? <laughs> Snow. I think it Clear. takes... Whoa, wait, wait. Any news? <laughs> no, I was just looking for the doctor. He's not in the OR? That should have been Eeyore. Never came in. Then page him. He was not looking so good earlier. Say it. Paging Dr. Well. He's here. Do doctors still use pagers? Is that like a thing? Um, yeah, I think so. Like real, like, Grace does, so yes. Yeah? Mm. He's gone. Wouldn't it be crazy if he was kidnapped? Oh. Got the scent? Boozy. Just find him and bring him back. We'll watch Hook and figure out how Poor Ruby has to always smell I know, gross. Surgery? <laughs> no. Maybe he didn't even run. Maybe Cora grabbed him for some reason. I don't think so. He's been in a rough place since he brought Regina's fiance back to life. Daniel? Back to life? And had his arm ripped off and put back on. Cool. Wait, Daniel came back? Like some kind of French Oh, shit. She was well, here. The doctor and Daniel was his... What went on here while we were gone? <sighs> Ruby, Very get mom. going. Did you see that? Yeah. Mom, mom is mad. Dr. Frankenstein. Send this guy back home with bolts. Get him, Ruby. Neck. She'll find him. Yeah, but what kind of state is he going to be in? Wait, I just realized. Let's get this guy back with bolts in his neck. Yeah. <laughs> like Emma's, and I like that she didn't make that like a group joke. No, she's doing it. I, to I don't even know if it's a joke. I think she's just trying to process it. I I see yeah, you turn yeah. the lights off. You silly goose. It's just being sneaky. Can I have the lights back on? No. He's just running. He's running nowhere. I promise. Thanks, Bunny. Wait, is oh. this... Is this the story that his brother's actually Frankenstein's monster? I think... Is that what they're no, trying to do listen here? listen to the quote. I'll bring you back my brother... Oh, shoot. Dang it. I forgot. I'll bring you back brother. Oh, did it already happen? Yeah. It was so boring we missed it. Oh, I, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'll rewind it. Okay. Here you go. I will bring you back. I promise. Oh. Okay. Well, there's that. Okay. I mean, that would be a cool backstory. 
that his brother is the... Oh my god, I'm so sorry to everyone's ears. <laughs> that was really loud. Well, this is a very interesting uh, explanation. What a, um, like, personal touch to it, like making him his yeah. brother. Yeah, I like that. Get that equity, get that SAG afterpay. Look at that hair. Of course, Doctor. Vector. <laughs> a very serious Bob, moment. You were so seen great. carrying a body in the house. Explain <laughs> it. I'm listening to this moment and Harper's like tiptoeing. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> to be silly. So cute. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Don't be sorry. That's the cutest thing ever. So. Gerhard? Gerhard. My boy. Well, my if your dad son. didn't hate you now. What did you do? Yeah, right? It was an accident. I was working. You caused this! The things you do! You cut into your brother! You put your father oh, in work like in that! It can work! I did this for you too, father. I wanted you to have two sons again. He's gonna say, now I have none. And now I have none. I knew it. Imagine dads being like, I got a wicked diss coming up. You know, dad, uh, I continue to be your son even though you say, I don't want man. Like, that's, you can't do that. <laughs> so. Oh my God, she just really needed to use magic to open up that cabinet. Be less lazy, Laura. If I had magic, I would never do anything. I know, I say that like magic. that wouldn't be me. If I had to lift a fork to my mouth, I would literally be like, boop, <laughs> like, there's no way. <laughs> For mommy. Uh, hey, Aww, Henry Mills, Henry, we you miss been, you. Buddy? Just taking a leisurely stroll to the mausoleum. <laughs> no big deal. You see his hands in his pockets like an old man, just like bopping around a little... Mom? You're checking can a casket for your mom? Way from, can she hear all mom? the way from over there? Oh, the mirror! Mom? In the secret room! Oh. Mom? <sighs> See? I love that she can do it, too. Can we come in? Oh, this is so heartbreaking. Mom. It's kind of sweet, actually. He's just like, Cash, just like, hey, you here, Mom? <laughs> What's up? Like, it's so, like, chill, you know? Mom? She could Mom? get in there from her house this whole time? Oh, the hell? Oh, that's really sweet. Little huggy moment. I am so glad you're here. I missed you so much when... I have to let you know I had nothing to do with Archie. I know. I always knew. I was framed. I don't know how. It seems like everything. You knew? How did you know? Simple. <gasps> because I did it. I have goosebumps and I'm so mad at them for doing this to me. Oh, wow. Hold on, we gotta process that one. Alright, for those of you who didn't see, I mean you heard, 
So Henry was Cora. I thought the body language looked a little weird. Also, like hats off to Jared Gilmore for the acting, not acting like himself, but being himself. Like pretty impressive. It's okay. Uh, the 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 way like having to act, but not like at, like be yourself, but not act as yourself. Like it was like Hermione. Uh, what's her name? Being Hermione. Um. In oh Glass yes yes yes. Deathly um, Hollows. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like like having to study someone else. Like but but it's also Cora pretending to be Henry. So that that's like a pretty pretty sophisticated acting technique for a kid, I think. I am so sad. What are your oh, that whole just processing that whole thing. Yeah, you would just because you just want her to have that moment. I did. I did. I had a mom moment. I really wanted. Do we at all care about the mom moment from Cora trying to get her daughter back? I know she's evil. We know that she's really viciously evil. But we we do we yet know how much of the evil is just things got out of control and she still loves her daughter. Not or ready she's to process psychotic. the whole "I'm gonna murder my daughter's fiance" thing. Not. Yeah, that does seem extreme. You know, but like that has not, but that has nothing to do with her feelings about her daughter. But like, also letting daughter. Snow take the fall for that. But again, doing that so that her relationship with her, like everything, leads back to like. Also, she definitely verbally abused Daddy Mills. I don't respect that. that. Oh, yeah, so that's true. Right now, no, maybe no. no. I do not maybe have sympathy no. for her right now, but I do have sympathy for Regina because one, she did not murder Archie. We know that she is actually framed, so that sucks. And two, mm-hmm. Henry, get it together. Henry. This was your mother for ten years. She is still your mother. She will always be your mother. On some level, you should just be trying to have a conversation with her. I feel like that's yeah, that's true. You're right. There is a lot that goes into difficult relationships with your parents guardians um agreed and if archie was a better therapist maybe that would have been handled more appropriately but unfortunately he was was trying so hard (laughs) (laughs) this is me me coming back to my archie doesn't have a medical degree um but he was not qualified to be successful at this this yeah that's not fair He's such a good, like, friend and guidance. He's just... And I like the fact that they made him vulnerable because he was like, I'm not good enough because he started from a place where he thought he was a bad guy. Right. And he's just trying to redeem himself. I feel so but bad yeah, So, Henry, I just kind of want to, like, pull him aside and be like, Henry, can you just... Can you just, like, for me to just try? Can you just try, maybe? And I wish Emma... That's what I wish. I'm not going to blame Archie right now. I wish Emma would have that conversation with him. With Henry? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that would be because at the end of the day, Henry deserves a whole family, and I do not mean a stereotypical whole family. You know, mom, dad, sibling. I mean like everyone that loves him unconditionally. That loves him, yes, yes, deserves to be in his life because yeah, yeah. And I get that Regina is a murderer, and when you put a real life spin on it, she did kill a lot of people and did do a lot of bad. But she loves Henry, so supervised visitation is okay, and he really needs to be giving her a chance. I agree. You're right. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Bye. <laughs> what? Thank you for being a friend.
Uh, Frankenstein's just doing a bunch of weird stuff in the lab to make it look like he's, he's just like touching buttons. Yeah, he's... Did it work? Does anyone actually know how to use a microscope? Because nope. I don't think so. Also, <laughs> probably not. Also, rumple. What? As Kinda always. So I missed one. Hold, please. No one heard that because it was not patched correctly. Now, Rumple's entrance. There we go. That's bad. As always, a fantastic entrance. There's a little problem with what the heart could withstand. Ah, problems of the heart. Isn't that always the way? Could you get out of my light, please? Giggle. You know, where I come from, it's always Rumple. There are hearts that drinks. can withstand anything because of magic. You have hearts. I'll tell you what. Bro, the correct response was you have magic. What do you mean you have hearts? Right. Hearts? You have hearts? <laughs> Crackhead. <laughs> I'm going to bring you a friend. A master of the hand. He shall take you to a young woman who has exactly what you need. Uh, the queen of hearts, You perhaps? put on a little show for her, and then you walk away with all your prayers answered. God, Aha. his accents. For your brother. Like, he just slips into, like, it's so many little Who regional dialects of the UK. Her name is Regina. Regina, not Cora. Oh. Interesting. You. Oh, boy. I thought we, we stopped you. How did you get through? Determination. I had to see. I'm sorry, is that an apple tree I in the house? I to tell you. I was I'm just going to say, yeah. I think so. Looking glass. I mean, I'll drink to that. And I know why you tried to have me killed. And it's, it's all right. I think it's not all right. <laughs> I love you. I don't I know just, why that was just so funny. I've always shown it in all the wrong ways. <laughs> just the way that you delivered that. And I never should have made you marry the king. I'm so sorry. When you cried over my coffin and... It really annoys me that she's You're falling for this me. after she just for the tricked you into thinking it was Henry. Yeah, there was See nothing stopping Cora from you. going to the you front door and ringing the doorbell. Right, the fact that you did it through manipulation shows me that already... you changed, not an ounce. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Some people don't change. Tight case anyone would believe it. I didn't want you to reject me. Not again. You wanted me broken. That's uh, uh, <laughs> right. We're the most manipulative. Ooh, family show. Did you no. see that? <laughs> we won't even argue. Come with me. Ooh, her voice right now is raspy, trying this to hold back tears. I don't care. I'll I wake them up. Emma and Henry and the two idiots, and you could tell them how you <laughs> lied. You owe me that. She's not ready for that yet. She's not ready for that acceptance yet. I don't see that happening, mother. <laughs> But I am, I was, trying so hard to be worthy of Henry. And I deserve the same thing from you. You're right. Not wrong. Yikes. For you, sweetheart. I don't believe her at all. Of course not, but excellence. God, Jane Espenson. Mm. Not even an and on this one. Janie did this on her own. <gasps> Get Dr. him, Ruby. Whale? Get him, Ruby. Don't come near me. 
Bitch, I'm a wolf. Do what I want. That yeah, was no, she's like a Twilight Edward colored shit right there. Yeah, she's like a Twilight wolf. Like, she can, she's like, people underestimate how powerful she is. Legit. I know. The new heart worked. Oh, we didn't see him go see Regina. Welcome back, brother. Or did we see that already? No. No. Not magic. Science. I'm telling you, it's true. Why is his nails like that? Victor? He's only been dead for like a couple days. <laughs> if you have really given me this, we've kept him waiting long enough. I love this, like his outfit, like whatever this like crazy lab coat is. He's still recovering. It's a slow process. So don't expect him to. You did it. I did it. It's really you. <laughs> Oh, this is gonna go really well. Yeah. Glad to see you, my son. Mm -hmm. what, what is it? Is he all right? Mm -hmm. Why doesn't he speak? Mm -hmm. I told you, father. It's yeah. What was the thing with Frankenstein with like light? I think. Yeah, I think it's something? the fire. Fire. The terrible thing is, for a moment, I believed you did it. Uh, He's a monster. You were just throwing fire what a in his fool face. I was. <laughs> That's not my son. My son loves fire. This little bitch can't handle a candle. This is so wild. You're a disgrace to this family. Honestly, is this the monster in him, or is that valid? Because I think it's kind of valid. Right? Yeah, seriously. Oh, this is the pummeling of the the sacks. Of the dad. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Yikes. Wow. You've killed our father. Brutal. I mean, maybe he wouldn't have killed him if he didn't over it. my name to stand for life. <laughs> Everybody just thinks it's the name of a monster. Yeah, I love that reference. Everyone thinks it's the name of the monster. Yeah, I guess they're right about that. Uncle Stiltskin says. That I mean, okay, magic but wait. Has a price. Mm -hmm. Doesn't this put a spin on it that the monster's name is Frankenstein now because they're brothers? Ah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, I like it. I like it. I'm sitting. Seems that science does too. Science has a price. He said magic has a price, but it Every seems like science has to. Save a life. Someone else dies. Is this a hey. organ yeah. donation plug? Look, you're Frankenstein. And I'm the werewolf. And one time, you sexually harassed me in the, in the diner. Yeah, I hated that. It wasn't cool. Hated every second I of it. I wish, I, wish she, I wish she said that. I wish she was just like, remember that one time you looked at my ass when I bent over the table and I didn't like that? Yeah. The hell with you for that. <laughs> Just a little something. I ate <laughs> my boyfriend. That could have been any other sentence. Oh, was I love punishing her. us by erasing who we were. But I think she underestimated how much crap we wanted to forget. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting yeah, perspective. But we can't let it stop us. See? Again, she she's a, like, gave inspiration us a chance one. 
to start over. And I want to take it. Incredible. I think you should too. <sighs> Megan Ori. We love Megan. you. Oh, God, such a bad so guy, good. you know. I want to bring life back. He never got over our mother. If I could have just brought her back. That guy in the hospital. Someone keeps calling for him. Maybe a wife, a mother. Maybe there's still some stuff you can fix. Guys. That was a great scene. Master class. Lana and Megan, especially, and Guinea Good in some cases, because just she, she gets delivered some weird lines to say, but like the two of them have some really, really intense, like, things they mm -hmm. have to deliver. And when they're given those meaty scenes like that, man, do they just, they Hit like, it out of the park. savor Home runs. every comma, every period, every emotion. They just, like, really make you stop. That, those are the parts where I forget I'm watching a TV show. Yeah. Like, it feels like a, like a, like a movie and like a, like an Oscar movie, right. you know what I'm saying? Like a Best Picture movie. It's so like a good. Like Years a Slave. And feels like like Viola Davis has that too. You know? Oh, like she's yes. Very, you know, like that really intense, like make you shake down to your soul and your bones. Like yep. there's just something, there's some, some of these actresses, man, just have that earth shattering type of delivery in, in acting that just, just like, thank God you chose I this agree. profession and moved us this way. Because, wow. <laughs> Nervous? Not about owning up to what I've done. It's just, these carriages are strange. And something's irritating me. Oh. oh More manipulation. Mine. Oh, that used to be you. More manipulation. When were you in my house? Yeah, look, she sees yeah. right pleasure. That was in my house. I think I don't know where that was. It's one of my most treasured possessions. Well, let's be honest. Taking me to be pilloried by the town might gain you some points. But as long as Emma and her parents are here, he's not really yours. Not like he was when he made things for his one and only mom. That's kind of like their choice. They've been choice. too bad for too long. Right. And now they see you as a, a snake. Like, I know what she's trying to manipulate here, but, like, she's saying that as if Emma and Charming and Snow can't just invite her into their lives. Right. Like, that's always the villain's cast. Like, they're never going to believe you. Like, or they're never going to trust you. They're never going to care for you. They're never going to. I'm like, unless they do. Yeah. <laughs> and that just puts a huge hole in your whole plan. Right. Of, like, making me feel ostracized. It's like, what if they just decide not to do all the bullshit you're saying? <laughs> so you're like, then, then what? You know? You don't want their love at all. What do you want? love for you to shut up now. That'd be great. I <laughs> and I want my daughter back. The rabbit hole. <laughs> I meant everything I said earlier. No, you This did. is the crazy part. I'm so sorry. But did she? Maybe she did. I can do better. That I doesn't mean she's not wrong. Let me into your heart. 
together we can get him back again see this is the problem with people like this like this sociopathic behavior right of of like gaslighting people and making them feel alone and like isolating them and all that stuff is like some of that stuff is true like some of the reasons why they're doing it they say like i meant everything i said i'm really sorry i can do better uh let me change like maybe one of those sentences is true but then the all the other right. ones are just not you don't know which one though you don't know if it's like i really am sorry that's true and then this whole like i can be better let me change is just a manipulation for another thing and you say them in the same sentence and then how do you tell the difference between when you're the best liars in the world uh know how to mask lies within truth yeah the best liars in the world never only do one or the other yes you're they right blend them in so seamlessly that you can't tell top from bottom you know what we call that those are the people you know what we call that in the insurance world <laughs> oh there's a name for it oh my god soft what fraud what soft so- fraud so, so there's oh, hard soft. fraud and soft fraud hard fraud is like, you pay like bart twenty dollars to steal your car and oh, like okay. get rid of it okay so you because um something's you know something's wrong with it yeah you know the you know transmission blue that's not mm-hmm. covered under insurance so you pay somebody to steal your car so you get the settlement as a total loss okay soft fraud is um your like um oh you backed into something in the mall parking lot you hit a post and then you decide to ignore it and forget about it. But three weeks later, you're rear-ended. And they ask, do you have any prior damage? No. They repair um, your entire rear-end. Yeah. And it's at the expense of somebody else. So, there is damage to the rear of your car, but some of it was not caused by that accident. Which is why you have to get it appraised to find out if it's actually related. Mm-hmm. Soft fraud. Soft fraud. Uh, so people can be soft rods. Yes. And that is a classic, uh, good liar is sprinkling in some truth in the big lie to get what you want. Yeah. Just to make sure that it's not so unbelievable that you can't get caught. Yeah. You like hide it in there. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I literally, I'm not kidding with you right now. I have goosebumps in like the worst way because people like that scare me to my bones. Yeah, we deal with, we deal with soft rod in real life. It's frequently <laughs> too frequently. frequently too frequently it's actually. scary and it's uncomfortable to think that you think you have a good head on your shoulders like regina i'm sure thinks that she she's a good judge of character that she can tell when people right she's really powerful mm-hmm. she can tell when people are lying to her all that stuff um and to f- realize that anyone can infiltrate even your minds, not just your friends, not just your people, not just your experiences, but your own mind into thinking that they are a certain way. And then it turns out it's really for something else or it's just not true or any yeah. of that stuff is just like whether the intent is bad or not. It just it is one of the things in my life that just mm, I can't shake. It's like the worst. Oh, like when you watch horror movies and you're like something's coming a jump scare mm-hmm. is happening but it's not gonna happen you're just tense that's how i feel about those people like it's because they can infiltrate for years or months and you don't know and then turns out you you let in a horrible person to your life right. and you're like oh my god and now what do i do like you, this is dangerous for my family and my and my friends and my whatever you know like obviously 
in this case, obviously, Corey's a murderer. But like, but you know what I'm saying? Like the amount of damage you can do from the inside is so much more uh so so much higher than from the outside. You just put up boundaries, you put up defenses, it's fine. But from the inside, this whole emotional Trojan horse thing is just truly terrifying yes. to me, honestly. <laughs> I'm afraid of few uh, few things more than that than being betrayed by someone i let into my inner circle mm-hmm. <laughs> because i had too much i was you know try and look look Cora's making a good case i i did some things i own up to it just the, and like it appeals to you having to be like a like a good person at heart who um lets people in you give people chances guinea good 100 percent. she would have been like yes forgive her 100 right. that's just the kind of person she is i'm not gonna guinea good but like snow right snow would immediately be like you give people second chances because i was given a second chance and all this other stuff and you being a good person leading to somebody getting let in the fort who doesn't belong there who's just there for bad reasons and not knowing knowing that that you won't know those bad intentions until it's too late Ooh, it's real scary. I know. I'm sorry. I know I'm off on a table. No, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Jam it Thank out. Thank you for being a friend. I just, I get on the soapbox about this all the time because, like, obviously don't be that person. But I also try to encourage people, like, don't be in a place where you're so paranoid that you're pushing everyone in your life away because you're afraid they might turn out to be one of these people. You know? Right. Like, what do you do? Do you just not ever let anyone in? Mm. Or, or do you just, I mean... I sent you a text message today of what I do. Set boundaries, set hard lines. Don't let people cross them. When they do, turn around, walk away. Don't it's say It's just words. so hard. But like, yeah, it's it's processing it's tricky. it and trying to figure out where you lay in the middle of all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where is that line? Where do you actually draw that line? Like, what is it? How? Like, what is it? Because it's different for every person. And like, once they do it, you ha- you're the one who has to pull the trigger and just like, yeah. you gotta walk. You yeah. just gotta hands off, walk away. And like, that's. The hardest thing, it's you think it's hard to break up with a significant other or something like that? You think that's hard? Like, try just disappearing from someone's life <laughs> because it's the better option than being dragged down into the depths of, right. you know, wherever they're going to bring you. Literally. And honestly, we have proof. That's exactly what's happening with these characters right now. Like, Korra being given a second chance will and has already in the past dragged people down into the depths of hell because they've been they've allowed her to let her in mm-hmm. or she's manipulated her way into being let back in yeah you know and like to your point being the minkus are you going to do the right thing always and just deal with it later or are you going to protect yourself maybe beyond yourself you're going to protect your children your family mm-hmm. You're, you know, I mean, it's, it's, not, there's no clean answer. It really is. It's one of the hardest things you have to deal with in life. It's just faulty relationships that go bad that so, somebody's got to do something. I like, feel you know? like I'm, I'm teetering along the lines of a permanent season, but, you know, stay tuned. <laughs> I like the, I like the mystery. Permanent season of the the come and go. I'm just I am in a very pivotal yeah. moment with the situation. So like I'm I'm over it. I'm over trying to make friends, and that's not in me being like I'm never gonna make a new friend again. I always tell everyone yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we're friends, yeah, but yeah. like it's just it's hard. It's hard though. Yeah, it's hard when you're still getting skin grafts from the burns. So yeah, maybe yeah, totally. maybe when it's done. I mean, everybody has some traumatic again. We're, we're stuck on this freeze frame of these two crying at each other. But again, like that 
that st- it sticks with you, right? Like Regina's still traumatized mm-hmm. from this whole situation that happened 30 years ago. <laughs> oh, I mean, not to them, but like still, like, you know, no. like it, it, there's it, it still it, it has a cost that doesn't go away that easy. And, you know, how do you learn to love in a healthy way? when you still are carrying baggage around and sometimes that baggage doesn't go away for years and years and years from sometimes decades right people have family that fall out people have you know friends people have significant others with and you have kids with that like there's just a lot of like really tricky to navigate relationship things and i i love that this show is really uh uh going on that journey in a in a practical way like it's a soap opera right so it is a little bit over dramatized but it's going in and i think a very relatable way mm-hmm. where you can feel regina's done some horrible stuff too regina's killed people yeah but we do not feel about regina the way that we feel about Cora right now you know what i mean no. and like how hard is it that regina does not have her hands clean and she might have to cut this person out you know even though she doesn't want to but it's to better herself it's to better herself and everyone around her. She has to protect her kid. She has to protect, part, you know, her her friends. She made friends. They're they're her friends now. You know. I like, know. Even if so she she has to protect. Even everyone. if she did just call them two idiots, she's still referring to them as something other than like I'm gonna go kill them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really. I mean, honestly, it is. I mean, they they do have their own stuff to deal with, but like, man, it's it's it is it is multi layered. Let's see and how I feel far the same we've way. come. It's, and I feel the same way. I, I'm like, I, I get nervous to make new friends because I always feel, I feel damage from previous experiences. Yeah. I feel like I understand where Regina's coming from because I get that idea of like not knowing how to trust again. Right. Not knowing because, because now you're like, do I need more? Exactly. <laughs> I, I have really, really good ones that are at their core, like ride or die, you know, and then like. I, I just don't feel that need to be like, I'm going to be alone if I don't have a hundred friends. Like, I don't need a hundred friends. I need like seven. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and now I've got 10. So the people who walk out, I'm like, I didn't, I'm already over quota. I'm good. I don't, you know what? You're going to go do whatever you're going to do, but count me out. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> Second tangent. Thank you for being a friend. Dang it. I mean, it fits. I missed this one. I missed it again. I don't know why I missed just these two. <laughs> oh, well. Here you go. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, indeed, Bob. Oh, God, indeed. <laughs> that was the Mackie and Isla TED Talk corner, like the real TED oh. Talk corner. <laughs> oh. See how she fell for it? I have a few thoughts. Let me in. Let me change. How? You know. I can help you. Man, I mean, I like it. I like that. I don't know why everyone's so worried. I was just stretching my legs. Now I'm going to go do this thing. A little moment. Oh my, another moment? A a third moment? Wow. Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. How do you process that? Let's see. Let's see how fucked up we really are in the head. I'm kind of into it. Because I saw that as genuinely, like, that seemed like friends. That seemed like... It could have turned into something more. But that didn't... What I mean is it didn't feel inappropriate. Not inappropriate. I loved it. Yeah. But it also didn't feel, like, sexy. It felt like... No, it it felt felt like the start of something new. Yeah. It it felt heartfelt. Of something new. 
it yeah. feels so right. That's all my comment yeah, so, for that. I liked that. I okay. I, I I liked it too. I just I it felt to me the beginnings of really really great relationships. I. I do not count Charming and Snow. They're OTP. So you're allowed to skip the friendship thing, right? With OTP, because that's just like, I get it. But but the best relationships to me are the ones that start at this like really yes. great foundational friend place because you care about someone as a human being before you care about them as a sex object. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not a physical thing first. Right. It's like an emotional and spiritual attachment and that turns into a physical thing, right? Yes. So like that turning into something physical would have... Because the first thing already happened, you know, not to be like prudy. It's just I, I find it more romantic when you can connect on a level yeah. that is not the, the the dumb guy at a club sees a hot girl thing. Right. You know definitely. I mean? And and that definitely felt like a like two people caring about each other on a human level. Yeah. Which to me is important. Is really the key is really beautiful, I think. Yeah. But three moments in a row. You're right. That was that was like a lot. again, a little bit of character. I'm like. How much of that is director blocking and how much of that is like the two of them are so good that that David Anders knew to just turn around that many times with that much that those many beats like it just felt felt like good character moments that they just they they did it. I think. God, this cast is so good. Oh, why did they not get more recognition for this? <laughs> They're so good. Get out. So we're back in the land without color. I was trying to bring you back. This is really dark, a dark version of this story. Get Get like when it's a nobody, you don't care. But when it's your family, it's a little more impactful. Victor. Oh. Yes. Yes, it's me. an interesting take on like what the monster is really like feeling and doing right but it's like they moved on yeah yep yeah oh this is what is this eyes of mice and men what's that like what's what's the connection the brother when he has to murder the brother oh is that mice and men is that a mice and men i don't know what am i you know the sophomore year high school book you had to read in english class yeah, yeah, totally. I just don't remember it because I, I skipped that close. <laughs> it was sad. They also made a movie. Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump is in it. Oh. Uh, hmm. Someone will tell us. Wow. He's just like, bullet in the skull, please. Okay, so the brother's, the brother's asking to be murdered. <laughs> He's putting the gun in his own face. I will find a way. Good night, Harper Jane. <laughs> good night. All of the podcast said good night to you. Sleep tight, baby. I come up in a couple minutes, okay? After you're sleeping, okay? Super cute. The podcast said good night. <laughs> so he basically brought in a gun, pointed it at him. The monster clearly wanted to die, put the gun in his own face, and then Victor's like, Where are they? Nah. Getting coffee and then just left. <laughs> You did it. Thank you. Monster to monster. You did it! (laughs) (laughs) 
Also, how is the lighting always gonna make perfect? It? On I know. Ahead of him. Every <laughs> time. Look at him right now. He looks like shit. Every time Megan comes into the screen. Telling you right now, this will come to no good. Quietly, Roy. I want to talk to him. He's waking up now. Already? I waited a couple of hours to tell you in case he, you know, keeled over. But so far, so good. <laughs> All right then. Thanks, Doctor Royal. Time. We're not talking to him as a group. We're not a group, Sheriff. But we've been doing this together. We're trying to convince this guy this place is normal. So? In a normal town, the sheriff goes in and asks a few questions. She doesn't bring her parents in with her. That's probably true. <laughs> I'll be right here then. Good job, Emma. Stand your ground. Do you wish that was handled a little bit with a little bit more tact? It felt a little aggressive. They're just trying to help. It felt a little bit aggressive to me. How it Emma was like talking? I What she was saying, I think, was totally reasonable but how she was saying it felt like mom no i don't i think that they need to respect that she is the sheriff they're not all of a sudden king and queen because they're in see so here so here's the thing i didn't take that as they were king and queen i didn't take that as them undermining emma to me it felt like i was commenting earlier on how as a committee as a team nobody was trumping anybody they were all making all the decisions together so they felt like they had a stake in it it's the way that snow is like well we did this together like girlfriend your name is still on the group project just because somebody's presenting doesn't mean that you don't you're not gonna get credit for this assignment like yeah it's just it the way she said it triggered me so that's why i was like yeah i can say what you want yeah, I I mean, that whole exchange, I I wish was directed in a way that was a little bit more. I also think uh, it was compassionate. Emma's way of being able to um, not get back at, but basically be on the other side of what she was going through in the Enchanted Forest. When every time she yeah. questioned something, Snow would be like, well, of course, it's Lancelot. And right, right, right. she's like, right, okay, right. well, in here, Emma's like, well, sorry. here, we don't have, you know, the town council come into the hospital room of a John Doe and be like, yeah, hi, which is true. here's your welcoming basket. Um, yeah, like eight people don't go in to find you. Yeah, yeah. that's that's true. And and I see how that, I, I don't know, just something about it felt, maybe it's just me being sensitive. I think it I was just, the I, Boston in her saying it like that, where I was like I was totally say, comfortable with it. Bit. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I, I think that aggression is definitely a regional thing. Oh, and see, I would have th- what she said is what would have come out of my mouth. Yeah. yeah so yeah. maybe I, I, am, I am Emma. I'm actually. thinking the compassion for the group. Like, I want everybody to be happy and everybody to not feel slighted. I want everything and that to felt, feel like rainbows. Yeah, it's just she it's doesn't me. even it's go really, here. <laughs> This is why we're friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's carry on. Look, it's Chip. I know you don't remember. Oh, he's going to try and get... Oh, she looks rugged right now. <laughs> Be careful with it. It's a... It's a cup. Yeah. Okay, it's, wait. Pause. Damaged. Just look at it. Yes. We need to comment on the color of her... Oh, yellow? Yeah. And like her yellow dress, but like really, really messed up and drab. Like, because she's a mental patient. Yeah, she but she's like wearing she's a yellow. Like, what is it? Johnny? What the hell do you call those things? Scrubs? She's not wearing not scrubs. scrubs. No, she's wearing. Uh, wait, is it a Johnny? I don't know what that is. I think that's what it's Be called. The hospital that. outfit like, that your butt it's shows. It's a gown. 
It's a, it's a hospital it's a cup where your butt is out because yes. it ties in the back. It's damaged. Which, why? That doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> Who designed that? I know that they have to take it off quickly, but like, let's just talk about butt out hospital gowns. And for like, a there's second. just nothing you can do besides tie another one, like a jacket, around in the on the other. Yeah, leg. or just have your butt out for no reason. Yes, <laughs> it's awful. It's a mess. <laughs> anyway, um, so yes, a yellow hospital Johnny gown. Very bell esque. Very bell. Uh, I like the dark Twilight, also Twilight version of the like head down, eye, dark eyeliner, and like her hair. And she's like, mm. she's got this stank face right. on. Like now, I'm curious <laughs> to think- see when they go into the John Doe Greg's room if he's in a yellow one. Because if not, then it was done on purpose. <laughs> like put her in a pastel yellow. One. It's your talisman. No, she looks like Belle. It's a cup. You dropped it. In my castle. <laughs> You're a strange man. <laughs> you were afraid that you had angered me. Okay. I was I was an imp who used to kill people. That's fun, right? I actually still kill people. <laughs> I also held you captive and I take straw and turn it into gold. Like I think you need to be in a mental institution, bud. It's your cup. No 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 no. I charmed it. He's looking focus, crazy right now. It will work. It's magic. <laughs> okay, just go away. Stop talking about the nurse button. It's gonna break. Oh my god, yeah. There we go. There, that's what we needed. Chip is now gone. How many times did this cup almost break and she just like finally smashed Whipped into the ground? Just go away. Now yell my baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Emily. I love you. Sorry. <laughs> And this is a really beautiful moment. And I and again, masterfully acted by Emily DeRaven, that like that unhinged thing is also mm-hmm. very hard to pull off. And I think she's doing a really good job like getting the the chaotic, scared nature of it. Right. That's, that's that's tricky, you know what I mean? This guy. Sheriff, Swan, actually. Do I look like a nurse, dude? I'm in all black in a hospital. Yeah. Um, I have your personal effects. I'm just going to put them here, okay? You look perplexed. Is he wearing his clothes? So, Mr. Mendel, mm. I, I wanted to like talk to you about the accident. Did I hit See? Somebody? Blue Johnny. Oh my god, I hit someone. Is he okay? Boys and girls. Don't worry about him. I mean, the, the damage was pretty minor. He was still making but sex I jokes, so he's fine. I need you to state what happened in your own words. What you did, what you saw. What? I didn't see anything. I... Well, you were driving. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I saw the road, of course. I just think I might be able to put your mind at ease. There might be an explanation if this you not saw... Right I was texting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I looked criminal. down just for a second. <laughs> and when I looked back up, he was he was right there. And he was too close to avoid. But I I know that it's not legal in Maine. It's okay. It's not legal it's anywhere. You no, this is twenty thirteen. Honest with me. So no charges. No. 
No charges. I will let you go with a warning this time. Spoiler alert. Oh, thank you. Emma has no idea how to write out a charge, and that's why she's not uh, giving yeah. it. She doesn't <laughs> no know charges. what this job I don't know is. How. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, even if I wanted to, I don't know how. I'm so, going to give sorry. you a warning. Uh, this is yeah. the warning. Have a good day. Warnings. Take no paperwork. See this? Uh, I... <laughs> the camera <laughs> click click got it your ticket. I, got your, I documented it there's your ticket um i just feel like this wasn't the right way to go about this right so like no he it was terrible got into an accident he got into an accident where he injured a person so i'm gonna need a full report on every single detail up until from what you can remember because you almost killed someone like yeah. I don't, you don't need to be like uh just in case you saw something frame this like say. a collision like, yeah, what are exactly. you doing? Which if you saw was. something, I'm sure I could explain it. Explain what? Dude, th- this guy is basically under arrest. Like, you don't owe him anything. Like, you, you've you given up your leverage by doing Right, that. and she's about to be like, all right, no charges. You're, like, good to go. But in the real world, like, where is your health insurance? Like, we need your insurance card. We need your, right. like, do we need to contact Hello? family? He's not even asking about, like... That's because Emma's a fake. What surgery? And like the doctor didn't come in and explain like what you had done. Well, maybe they did that off camera, perhaps. I don't know. This is and like it's yeah, just okay. her. Wouldn't a nurse or so? I don't. Never mind. This is the soap opera part. That is suspension of disbelief. Yeah, That's real. just like we had to have a dramatic moment, but was not real in any way. <laughs> so when 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 can I? Handle right. It? Like, we, how are you going to pay for this three hundred thousand dollar bill? Yeah, you're also you're. You just had surgery. 100% impounded. Like, <laughs> and it was a rental. Is... You're going to have to file a claim with Enterprise. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a... It's messy. You didn't see nothing? Free and clear. <sighs> Good. Oh, yeah? Just like that? Well, maybe you things can calm down for 10 minutes so we can catch our breath. You're like, I believe him. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> well, Emma right, has so her this... lying superpower, remember? This weird globe thing. Oh, oh my God. Oh, he's pricking. He's All pricking right. His, that was really gross. Hello. Uh, he's pricking his finger. Can we get a trigger warning on that? <laughs> Can we get a trigger, blood trigger warning? I hate blood. Oh my God. He put the blood on the globe and the globe is now spinning and showing I'm sorry. him where. Bellfire That looks like. Looks like New Benzin. York. New York City. This city's so nice, they named it twice. I'm gonna get myself a slice. Cereal? Okay. Yeah. Grumpo Stutzkin and Captain Hook had a fight and someone got hurt. We weren't sure if Dr. Frankenstein could fix him. That sentence sounded so stupid. That's Yeah. But without the neck bolts. The monster had the bolts, not the doctor. Dummy. But either way, some of us having known him, it's weird. It's not weird. We're past it. We were cursed. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Shade? See? Shade to mommy. Snow is the one that's throwing a tantrum, not Emma. What? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Wait. Really? It's nothing. Gross. <laughs> she slept with him. <laughs> Frankenstein isn't in here. It's not even a fairy tale. That means it comes from another land with different stories. Yeah, guys, did you forget? I really want to go to bed. Henry's in if charge here. went to places with other stories... Then who knows who else is in this town? Thank you. How come none of you adults figure this out yet? Gold, we've all had a long night. You remember that favor you owe me, Miss Swan? Yeah. I'm cashing it in. 
It's not a good. You do honor oh. your agreement. I hate this blocking. Charming having to come up and be like, I am uh, the man. I need to find house. someone. So but we're today. You would do it. Back. Leaving. Where? That's true. Find someone. <laughs> I just don't like it on Charming. I know, but I'm thinking <laughs> about it, and Bart would do that. It has to be today because every minute I'm here, I would do it. Is a minute closer to me killing Hook. So it's really best for all concerned if I leave. And you're gonna How crazy is this? Oh, and um, we have a long history. So know this and know it to be true. If any harm comes to Belle while I'm gone, I'm killing all of you. I'll see you. We could have asked Henry to leave the room. That you know could what? have been I I like it. I like it. Could, that could have been a moment without him, though. I really don't like, I like that it. threat. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. It felt dangerous. It felt gold. <gasps> like gold he lied. He lied. Bit. He lied. He lied. Obviously, he lied. Guys, he lied. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, he lied. Guys. Oh, honey, I, I, I know. Just wait, wait. Just listen. Just listen, okay? Yes, I'm okay. I, I was in an accident. Honey. What was he in? You're not going to believe what I saw. Well, I know. He looks really familiar. Uh, all right. That was the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, let's look up what he was in. His name is... Uh, Hold on. Give me, before you say it, just give me a second to think about it before you tell me. Well, I can tell you his name. His name is Ethan Embry. It's not going to do anything for me. I know. That's why it wasn't a spoiler. That's why I said it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, was it a CW show? Uh no, I think I know what it is. Okay, is it a movie uh, or a TV and it was show? Not, it was a movie, two movies actually. Okay, I can see him, and I. Can't. He has a spine tattoo with the name and date of his birth of his daughter's birthday. Okay, that's that's birthday? cool. I thought you were gonna say himself, sorry, sorry, and I was like, that's not good. Unrelated. Uh, let's see. It was uh, a movie, two movies. I okay, think. Okay, go. Um. He was in that thing you do. He's the bass player. Nope. He, he's the other guy. Like it's Tom Hanks, and then the two guys, and then the nope. bass guy. All right. What's his name? I gotta look it up now. Oh no, my phone's on one percent. Oh wait, no, I have a computer. Ethan Embry. Let's see. I'm looking it up right now. He was in an episode of CSI once upon a time. I'm telling you, it's uh, gonna be something really stupid. CSI Miami, which is a Oz. Oh, that picture uh, of him. Come on. Brotherhood. He's numbers. Spider-Man Grace TV and Frankie series. he's the son thank you oh yeah Grace and Frankie yeah yeah totally and there it's it true. is Batman Beyond he did a bunch of voice acting it looks like that thing you do and then uh, the other thing he was in is Vegas Vacation as Rusty Rusty Griswold now I really know Great him movie. as Coyote that's all I know <laughs> it's Coyote that's from fair. Grace and Frankie well the two movies he's the fuck up brother that thing you do and Vegas Vacation. Anyway, how do you like the episode? What are your overall thoughts? I thought it was a phenomenal episode. I There's no way if you told me the second Frankenstein episode was going to be really good, I would have told you you were joking. And you know and what? Honestly. I didn't really get... Was it Cheyenne who said that they didn't... They, like, touched on Frankenstein and then said never again? Or was it Megan? Yeah. Um, when she was like, I wish they, like, dove more into it. I was like, I didn't care. I do care now. No, that, I care fully. Well, yeah. I wish he was on this show now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. It was actually really well. Jane came in and saved the day. She wrote that you could give that girl. And I'm anything, glad and because I love like, him, Anders. 
David, David Anders, Anders I love him honestly. in anything that he plays, and I hated how much I really did not like Dr. Whale. Like, it bothered yeah. me how gross he was, and now I'm like, Frankenstein. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Well, we have our uh, MVPs to do now, so let's uh, get into... Ooh, uh, the lighting got different. Let me oh, just, wow, uh, you're tanning. Congrats. Quick. Yeah. Yeah, very orange. Sorry. There we go. All right, that's better. Um, too blue. Whoa. Uh, all right, so MVPs. MVP. So the MVP of Storybrook. We got Dr. Whale. Ruby. We got Charming. We got Whale. We got... Uh, Regina Cora. The do we call the committee one thing? Yeah, like Leroy yeah, Snow, yeah. Charming, yeah. Emma. Do we do that? This is a special episode. Right? I'm giving like it to Doctor Whale. Doctor Whale, okay. Doctor Whale, MVP of Storybook. I listen. She's gonna get maybe multiple things, but I want to give the MVP to. to I knew because, you were going to. Because, but, Yes, I have a giant crush. I, but I'm saying I I would only give it to her because she's the one who convinced Dr. Whale to go no, back there and save are, the day. No, it's a tag team. I fully agree with you on it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's So I'm going to take Dr. Whale and you're going to take Ruby. If it, I would say this. If it wasn't Ruby, whoever talked him out of not running away would have gotten right, it for me. So, so it happened to be Ruby. I'm not playing favorites. Self-explanatory. <laughs> We're going to ampersand this shit. And MVPs Perfect. of Storybrooke are Dr. Whale and Done. Ruby. MVP of The Land Without Color. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brother, father, whale, Rumpelstiltskin. I'm going to give it up to the brother. To... Oh. Yeah. For dying? I, no, 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 no. <laughs> I really think that... Obviously, you would give it to Dr. Frankenstein, but... I would give it to Rumpel, because he was <sighs> fucking shit up over there. Because <laughs> he was key... Got things The moving, brother right? always believed in him. That's true. No, I no, I, I agree with you. No, I, and when he You're came right. back, he didn't kill him. He loved him so much that it snapped him out of his like monster mind. Yeah, and at the end true. of the day, he did the right thing. All right, MVP of the Land Without Color, brother, LVP. Gerhard, we're being so disrespectful. Gerhard, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we we both have just been like, oh, the brother, brother, <laughs> the, bro, homie, bro, LVP of Storybrooke. Leroy. Yeah. Honestly. Negative Nelly. The dark cloud on him this episode was too much for me. It was a little Get bit darker it together. than Nelly, I agree. Yeah, that's a, that's true. Uh, LVP of the Land Without Color. Father, obviously. Uh, yeah, doesn't even deserve the title of dad. Father. 100%. Father. Uh, how about honorable mention overall character? If I didn't give Ruby the MVP, she was going to get honorable mention. Okay. That scene, I might. No, I'm going to give up. Okay, never mind. Honorable mention overall character. I'm getting ahead of myself. Honorable mention overall character, maybe Emma. Emma. For like stepping up, but being wait, in charge, holding hold her on. Own. Where was Emma's superpower? How oh, yeah. did she not know that he was lying? Yeah, because the superpower is bullshit. Thank you. <laughs> that's what I keep saying. You're right. Um, <laughs> that's a dumb, I'm going to give it to Emma. Uh, okay. Overall, yeah. Man, over, honorable mention as a character held her own, nice and strong. Did that position of power thing she was given? Yeah. Sheriff, she she held it well and she kept everybody together. She also didn't step on everybody in that in that committee thing, which is really strong of her to do right. as a leader to let other people talk. And yeah, outstanding performance. Henry actor Megan Ori. Megan Henry, Jared Gilmore Henry. Yeah, Jared Gilmore. 
Oh, for playing for like Korra. The Korra, playing Korra. Yeah, no, that's that's a good, that's a really good one. I honestly, I want to give an award to that scene of her with Doctor. Doctor, yes, that because that was written really well. It was performed really well. Like that again took me out. And the line "monster to monster" was. Yeah, that whole interchange between the two of them. Yeah. And honestly, I would g- actually I would give it to both. I'll do an ampersand. I'll do another oh, ampersand. Okay. So MVP. I'll do Megan Ory and David Anders for like a really kick-ass Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely great. God, these people are just so wonderful. Uh, all right. So that's our MVPs. MVP. And now we do a rating out of five uh, for our award ceremony. And the second annual Mr. Gold's Gold Star in the field of excellence uh the how the i'm just reading words now uh how many mr gold's gold stars do you give in the name of the brother episode whatever this is 12 five stars five stars (laughs) i have a hard time finding something to dock jane espen honestly was there any bad parts of this episode? I really didn't have any. We had bad moments of like, but they were written into characters. And like, like right? they were like, was it really bad? Because, but it was like Cora doing something we don't like. Like you know, Henry turning into Cora. Like we don't like it, but like that was the point. That's of a, that yeah, moment. no, that's like, still incredible. Like um, that's what I mean. There were no yeah. bad parts like, what a to great... this episode. Like no bad. Yeah, I hundred percent. Yeah, five stars. Nope. Five stars. Easy. Five stars. Um. That was great. That was a really great experience. And honestly. I need to admit that I was not excited. No, I was. I was like, eh, this is going to be like a whatever episode. And like, look at how man. What and what an episode to come back on after our right. hiatus and to like, like come back so strong. I'm just like really shocked because I did show notes this week and doing production notes wasn't fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like really I wasn't exciting. impressed yeah. by anything, and usually that kind of hypes me up if I'm doing it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, oh, this looks fine. Because and Jane Espenson doesn't need your fluffy production notes to have a good episode. She doesn't need any like weird little. No, like, she breaks Easter it down eggs. to the bones. Need, no words. She is the word queen. She doesn't need your little, like, little sparkly, shiny distractors. Right. No. The words are king. She kills it. God, she kills every it. time. She really does. <laughs> she really does. So sorry uh, to next week. <laughs> but I mean, maybe not. Tiny. Maybe we'll be surprised. Who knows? The the thing I love about this rewatch is that we have been pleasantly surprised yeah. pretty often. And only once did we have an episode we were really excited about that really let us down. I'll never so. forget you. <laughs> <laughs> so not a bad track record. Honestly, overall, we're, the show is really holding its yeah. own. I appreciate that. Um, all right. So I guess we should watch the promo now. Um, as we do, so season two, episode f- uh, 13, Tiny. Okay, so I'm seeing a little thumbnail of uh, Hugo Reyes here. Ooh! <laughs> of, uh, was it whatever his name is, the giant. Oh my gosh, um, isn't his in- name Tiny? Uh, probably. I would it is! Would, of course, they would, they would name the giant Tiny. Uh, so let's listen to the promo for next week for episode 13. Three, five. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> 
Three weeks from tonight, oh. he's back. I wish she made me small. <laughs> With a huge grudge. I hear you're in town to kill someone. I can help. Plus, cross the line into the real world. We're going to find my son. And be prepared for some of the biggest changes of the season. Once upon a time, all new Sunday. Three weeks from now. ABC. February 10th. Yeah. Holy what moly. Was, what was in through? Is Jen? January, it would have been like Super Bowl and all that other crap. Oh, because it's a Sunday show. Yeah, it would have been like the Oscars. Winter, it's like the, yeah, uh, okay, awards. yeah, yeah. Would have, who knows? Okay, yeah, wow. it would have been a bunch of that stuff. Um, three, so we're gonna get three weeks off. Wow, I wonder what the ratings are gonna be like. But that promo makes me excited. It does, it does, and it looks like Tiny is now small. So there's gonna be some double and triple entendres with this Tiny word that he was a giant. Now he's not, and blah blah blah. Right. So and Rumple's going to New York City. Rumple's going to New York, which is so so. Okay, spoilers. Everyone Let's hope he gets with us a is... slice of Pizza Regina because it's the best. <laughs> One dollar pizzas from Sparrows. Uh, so not spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, the episode after. Hello, Mason. The episode after. <laughs> I oh my gosh! That sounds like a ghost. You can you can play Harper's tune for Mason. Oh, okay, nice. Mason. Mason. Uh, so he. <laughs> you, there's a pause. So, it's a. Oh yeah. Sorry. Right. That's the next. The next. You really need to start set. watching Bluey. You have to get up with Harper. She's not going to want to hang out with you. Yeah, you're right. I gotta. I gotta earn my friendship. Uh, the next episode after Tiny is Manhattan, which is a really that Manhattan is what happened to Frederick. Like that's the, how important that episode is in this season. Like it's the episode that like. That basically sets yeah, up and the I'm sorry, I'm not season. counting call, letting you know that he's going to New York City as a spoiler. That no, 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 no. It obviously well, we was going to be a major this. city within driving distance, and they can't use Boston again. So yeah, yeah. And it's the first time, the only other time they did it right is the pilot when we see Mystery Man in the window. Um, that's the only. Oops, that's the only other time that we see because we mentioned oh, it's a city other than Boston this time. Um, so yeah, uh, and. Don't forget, he got a postcard from, we think, August? No, we know August because we've already seen some... Wasn't there stuff in the middle? Yes. About August specifically being the one to send him stuff Yeah, or something along those lines. Yes. I, and he did the thing with the money and the, you should leave Emma or whatever, Neil. So, um, yeah, we, we saw... We've seen New York before. Um, so, exciting. Uh, we really... I haven't, I guess, done anything outside of anywhere. Because we don't know where this guy's from either. Because this guy could be from somewhere other than New York or Maine, right. or uh, Boston. You know what I mean? I don't even remember if we find out where he's from. Like, I know why he's there, but like, specifically no, like, yeah, where no. he came from when he drove into town. Like, I don't remember. Because hmm. we still have, we still have one more character to introduce. And uh, I don't know if it's going to be this season. I don't even know who you're talking about. It's related to him. Okay. Like, I, I don't remember if it's who he's talking to on the phone <laughs> I just almost, or something, but. I just almost spelled it out thinking the people listening can't spell because that's what I do. Oh. 
Also, your mouth can be red on the video, so. <laughs> I know. I'm like, anyway. oh, wait. No, hold on. These people can no, read. No, people can spell. <laughs> they, can, they actually can read. Uh, well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. We are very excited for the next two episodes. We're really excited for Manhattan. But, we're, but to get to Manhattan, we have to get to the next episode. So um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for not abandoning us after missing a week or two. Also, I feel compelled to let you all know who are listening that we actually recorded this in one shot oh my god we did record this in one shot and it is not even nine o'clock i'm i know i get to like hang out and not immediately (laughs) put my face in a pillow like yeah it's also a short episode because i'm pretty sure this is gonna run like 240 all right we're dipping our toes back in the water give us a break cut some listen yeah no but but you know what it felt it was snappy it felt good we were but now this is the best of both worlds people are like maybe give us some short episodes and the people that are like give us seven hour episodes we're meeting you in the middle yeah i think that's fair i mean we're doing a full watch through of the episode too so i feel i feel like this is fair um all right so now oh i have to remember this time to play our outro music oh yes here we go. Oh, yeah. Very so, guys. Yeah. If you loved Here this episode so much, go give us a five-star review. If you loved it so much, times two, join our Discord and continue the conversation. If you loved it so much, times three, follow us on Instagram and tag us in whatever. Maybe that Snapchat filter. Search for Price of Gold on Snapchat and upload it to Instagram. Heck yeah. Um... We have a Patreon that we're going to put shit on pretty soon um, because we're going to stop being jet setters and overworkers in a hot minute, maybe. Yep, absolutely. We have a phone number, 207-536-8512. Send us a text message. Leave us a voicemail. We'll read it on the air. We'll play it on the air. We have an email if you really want to email us. Um, DM us funny TikToks. Love you. Bye. We also have uh, an Instagram, the SBC pod, the SBC pod at gmail.com is the email as well. You just like really crushed that outro just now. I'm super proud of you. You did that thing. I'm really proud. So. uh, There's only a couple things left to say. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Gross. Uh, All magic comes with a price and all shows come with a podcast. Stay so gold. See you in oh, forest. Stay gold, Sarah Williams. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I would like to thank my husband for hanging out with Harper while I recorded this episode. I would like to. I would like to thank my uh, my wife, who's actually in Boston and not here. But I would like to shout out to her for being amazing and letting me take this podcast too. Thank you to our special guests of the evening, Mason D. Roche, Bart Chikorsky, and Harper Chikorsky. We love you. Thank you, New York, and good night. <laughs> it's live from New York. It's Saturday night. It's Island Nucky. <laughs> Pete Davidson, call me. 